Real Radio Orlando on Facebook. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yes, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for a Wednesday, a November 15th in the year 2017. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. Of course, we'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to talk about this afternoon we always do so take part in the most listened to the most popular the most widely heard the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of florida pick us up on iHeartRadio. go to realradio.fm that's the website you might, might want to check that out you can follow me on twitter at real gym then of course send us a text on anything at any time i promise we'll look at it we'll review it we may use it on the air that's real mobile Seven seven zero three one. That's all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. Mo's here. She's got news in a few minutes. Yes, oh, I sir. forgot the telephone numbers. Uh, long distance oh. uh, toll free one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. For those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. As I said, Mo's here. She's got yeah, news. I'm still here. Yeah. We'll work off that. Uh, Jack is here. Pinkman is here as well. Wednesdays are always busy on the Phillips file. Right after the news with Mo, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Of course, your opportunity to win a You Matter business card. What does that mean? It guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. But many of you know, of course, if you lose to Mr. Pinkman, bad luck for 24 hours. That's followed by Jack's audio file. We've got the uh, regular round of closest to the pin today. Scott Maxwell, he writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We'll talk to him later in the afternoon, about 5.40 or so, 5.35, uh, 5.40. And Shot Doctor from our sister station, the sports station down the hallway, comes in. And we've got Casting Call and Beat Down with the Shot Doctor. Then we'll find some drive-home music for you. And then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. So there we go. The president, uh, back from his 12-day Asia trip, is uh, set to hold a press conference at 3.30. We're not going to bring you the press conference unless all hell breaks loose. No. But um, well, how would you know? Well, we'll watch it. I mean, if all hell was breaking loose, yeah. Remember when like President the Bush was overseas and the guy threw a shoe at him, and the and the okay. president yeah. ducked. <laughs> right, he had a good move on that one. That was yeah, a good so you one. never know. I mean, all of a sudden there's yelling and screaming and back and forth, and because you know what the 
And the media is not that interested in his Asia trip. The media is interested in his in his feelings about Roy Moore right. and about the tax plan no and question. this and that, whatever. So we'll just see how that works. Well, out. they're saying he is silent on the Roy Moore uh, topic due to his own accusers. Oh, see. Well, it's we'll a pot what, calling the kettle black. We'll see right? what he has I mean, to say. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, you know, I'm not ready to say one thing. We don't know until he actually gets up there. He might say, you know, I'm not talking about this. So Asia, we're, beautiful China, wonderful China. Yeah, China I love China. You, you know, <laughs> mark that. Despite the fact that I, they probably picked our pockets. Mm. <laughs> it's not laughing all the way to the bank. Well, in the election, they were a currency manipulator. Now but, they're good buddies. Yeah, yeah, they're good buddies now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hey, little buddy. Can you let our basketball players go, please? They've been oh, suspended. Mo, Mo will have more have on that. that. News, yeah. the afternoon wears on. Let's see. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on the president's press conference. If you know, we may take a couple of minutes here and there and switch it over. We'll see. Let's see. What else do we have? Orange County commissioners have. Um, oh, they must have been listening to the program yesterday because there was an indication not too long ago that the Orange County Commission, a majority of them would turn down medical marijuana dispensaries in unincorporated Orange County. Then yesterday I simply said, uh, isn't it about time they took their head out of their ass on this? Oh. And uh, hundreds of people showed up. Not one single person stood up in favor of, of prohibiting medical marijuana dispensaries in unincorporated Orange County. And one after another after another told their stories how they need this particular uh, substance approved in a voter referendum by an overwhelming margin. I think 71% of the voters approved this. And the county commission, uh, you know, county commission heeded okay. their words and said, mm-hmm. okay, all right, we'll do that. Oh. So we'll see what happens from there. Power to the people. Winter Park, Winter Garden, I think maybe a pop I'm not sure I'll have to check. I think they have passed ordinances. They will not have medical marijuana dispensaries. I think the city of Orlando has agreed to it. Mm-hmm. So there we go with that. I'm a freak when it comes to production errors in movies. You are. You Go find on. them, too. You wasn't anything on last night. I'm just flipping all over the place. You have place. an eagle eye for this. Here, there, mm-hmm. wherever. You know, did, 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 did. Oh, I should have seen this before, and I didn't catch it. And I've seen this movie. I've probably seen this movie 50 times. That's oh. an exaggeration. One of those? Maybe Your 40. skills are slipping. So I stopped and saw, you know, there's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is oh, that's I love this movie. It's one of my, yeah, for yeah. many people, one of the top movies. It's just, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene, right? <clears throat> Remember the scene where Harrison Ford pulls out his pistol and shoots the whatever you want to call him with the big sword? Yes, yes. yes I know that. Well, leading up to that, you know, there's the there there's lots of running around in the bazaar. Remember uh, what's her name? Karen. Uh, what's her name? Allen. Karen Allen. Allen. Right. Yeah, she's Points. running around. She hides in the wicker basket. Yes. And then the monkey jumps on top, mm-hmm. and then she's yeah. getting anyway. Mm. So Harrison Ford's running all over the place. Now, what is Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones? What does he have? What's his accoutrements? A whip. He's got uh, the hat. Fedora. Yeah. He's got the fedora, he right? Does, yeah. A whip and a gun. He's got a whip and a gun. And That's a right. gun and a holster, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So running this way, running that way. Then you see a shot where he's his back is to you, and he's running away from the camera. Okay. He has no gun, no holster. Oh, come on. What? Yes. Was it in his hand? No. Oh, boy. Well, but where's the holster? Even if the gun is in his hand, where's the thing on his hip? It swung around to the front. It was, like, loose on the belt. Oh, yeah. boy. No, there was no belt. Oh, you don't no know. No belt. I saw it. Oh, boy, no I saw it for myself. All right. I saw is... it again, and I saw it again, and I saw it again. What, did you stop and rewind? Yes, because oh. I couldn't believe my own eyes. <laughs> How does this happen? I don't know. 
How does it happen that I see these things, or yes. how does the, no. I don't understand how these things happen? That's what I'm wondering. The producers are tired, and they're like, "Ah, no one's going to know." No, this. you're supposed to say, "Cut! Do not move. Remember your position at this particular point in time." Well, I saw right. it in Curb Your Enthusiasm, the last episode. Uh, Jeff is sitting there talking to Larry, right? And he's talking, and Spoiler he lifts alert. a cup up to his <laughs> lips and takes a sip. Right? The next, right. It's, then it just goes for another shot. Same scene. And the and the cups down on the table. It bothers me. It's just, what the hell, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Hold the cup. Cut. Hold the cup. Just hold the cup, can you? It's a pretty good episode, by the yeah, way. It's Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a funny show. Funny. It is. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah. it makes you cringe. It can uh, make you cringe. It is a little cringeworthy, but it not so much. It can make you. Can make, yeah. Not this not time. As much as, no. Not as much as in past I seasons. With, I agree with that. Because I think everybody's getting used to him. I like yeah. when he stares at people, like, to see if they're really telling the, the truth. He doesn't do that too much. He did it once last episode. Yeah, in the hotel? Yeah. Right. With the well, pickle jar? And they were worried about <laughs> how he was taking things off of the the cookie display? Right. You know, the tongue is not the friend of the cookie. Right. So. And he gives them the, the stink eye. Anyway, what else is happening? That's about it, really. Yeah. Every That's a lot. Oh, it's still there. I noticed. God, well, man, don't keep biting at it like that. You can't it. bite. You can't oh. get that moist. It. Otherwise, it dries up. Then it cracks. Then it, you know, it's like, it ah. Well. I didn't wow, notice wow. it. Yeah, how can you not Yeah, you, come on. You have to that, notice it. It's there. Day one, I saw it. Yeah, I didn't there. say anything. No, I know better. Jeez. That's a polite thing. You don't say anything. Mm. What are you going to do? Nobody says anything. Nobody says, hey, look at that on your lip. Well, no. They don't. They shouldn't. Well, they do. Some people do. No, that's not nice. Well, I call that they don't know what gym. it is. They say, "What's wrong with your lip?" You have a boo boo. Just say you have a boo boo. I said, "I've got." Well, if they ask, I said, "I got a cold sore." Ew! Then they're going to think you have herpes. I do have herpes. Ah, don't say that. Well, it's what it People is. People think that it's it ew. Is herpes. It well, is, you got to know the difference between herpes, herpes one and two. There's a difference between the two. Well, I know one's on your face and one's on your junk, but you know, well, I don't have anything on my junk. I'm thank just you. saying, you know, I, people know the difference between sexual herpes and lip herpes. Well, right? maybe you got two. Maybe there are people out there that got one and two. Well, I think that if you say that this boo boo on my lip, it's a cold it, sore. Yeah, I don't say I got herpes. You don't think people know that that's what that means? I think a lot of people don't know that. Oh. Hi, how are you? Herpes Simplex 1, Herpes Simplex 1. Yeah. One, one, I'm Hi. just one. Hi, my yeah. name is uh, Jim, and I have Herpes Simplex 1. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think you should Mark volunteer that. that as information. <laughs> if well, somebody it says, is what what's this boo-boo? That's what a cold sore is. You that's just don't it say is. it. I got herpes. No, no. Well, I don't say that. I say I got a cold sore. Mm, yeah. What do you think it is? Here, take a closer Ew, look. Oh, God, I don't want to see it. Anyway. All right, let me take a little break. Mo's got the news. We'll comment on that. A lot of things happening today. We're going to try to remain on schedule as best as possible. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. She's got the news that ain't going to bore you. There's more to run. There's more to run. There's more to run. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for you. There's more to run. There's more to run. Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm 
loving it. Those three sticky fingers UCLA basketball players accused of shoplifting in China apologized today. And then their coach, Steve Alford, announced they were being suspended indefinitely. Good. Hmm. What does that mean? Well, here's what is a little weird. He says they will not be allowed to suit up practice or travel with the team while they sort it all out. Hmm. Uh, They did all say they were sorry and did a little bit of chest beating. But the coach didn't specify exactly what indefinite suspension means saying only that the three guys would have to earn their way back onto the team. And at some point, it didn't say four days or four minutes or four weeks, but he said at some point, the trio may be permitted to join team workouts, meetings, and practices, and they will come to some kind of resolution in short order. So it seems like a little bit of a soft pedal. Fair enough. I mean, well, it wasn't a B and E. It wasn't an armed robbery. Oh, well, it's just that makes stupid. it fine. Well, yeah. no, I didn't Those say. No, I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't say that. Mm. That's not fine. No. But uh, you know, maybe that's just the level of embarrassment. Suspended. Where they said, hey, guess what? Now you got to go out and talk to the media and apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like getting a lecture from your dad. In other sports news, Jim, the University of Miami football team is now in position to play <laughs> for the national championship. The Hurricanes are undefeated. Uh, they last weekend beat Notre Dame soundly, and they jumped oh, from they seventh. Beat the snot out of them. They went from seventh to third, and the top four teams are in that uh, playoff thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top four teams are what Alabama, uh, UM, mm, and the other two don't count for me. I don't care. So it's I know that it's uh, those two. <laughs> so that's right. I don't really care who it is. It may be Clemson. It may be somebody, and there's somebody else. So anyway, so that's how that goes. Just saying, uh, in my. Lack of sports knowledge. I know that my Alabama is one, my daughter's alma mater, and the University of Miami is number three. And you uh, care about that? I do, kind of, sort of, because that was where I grew up. But that's the end of that. When kids, didn't you go to school there? Did you think about it? Uh, no. By the way, Mo Clemson in Oklahoma. Clemson, I was two schools. You're just disrespecting dist- mightily, right? Wisconsin now. undefeated, number five. That five. is number five. Yeah, ten and zero, baby. And uh, yeah. Uh, six big beefy guys, man. That Wisconsin team—they always got these big farm. I guys. know you have said before that Pine Hills is a rat's nest. It is, and Pine Hills often has some crime, and Pine Hills often has—you know—that's why they got the nickname Crime Hills instead of Pine Hills, right? Yeah. They also, you know, have have often had more than their share of shootings. Right. This weekend, last weekend, no exception, a 16-year-old was shot in Pine Hills. And when the authorities came, the law enforcement, the ambulance, everybody's taking him to the hospital, tending to this teenager. Yeah. He was shot at Silver Star Apartments in Pine Hills. Oh, I know where that is. He would not say how he was shot, why he was shot, the circumstances around him mm-hmm. being shot before he was transported to ORMC to the big hospital downtown. The victim refused to provide any info at all. I don't think I would either. Because I, you know, we have talked about this before. Maybe he's afraid of those ne'er-do-wells who are shooting up Pine Hills. Well, maybe he is afraid. Well, yeah, probably. He's afraid they're going to come back and get him or harm Uh members of his family, make his life miserable. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it to him. This is what happens. So they protect the bad guys who shoot this poor kid, a teenager. Well, they're not protecting the teenager who got shot. They can't do it. They respond to crime. They try to do their best to prevent crime, but... yeah. You need to, you know, if you see something, say something. This kid certainly saw something, knew what the story was, but mum's the word over there. You know, nobody's talking. It's all very... Because in certain areas, crime is rampant, and you don't... Yeah, I know. Sorry. All right, speaking of rampant crime... Would you? No. We see this happening all the time, whether it's in parts of Sanford or in parts of Pine Hills. Of course, Mm -hmm. people are afraid. Right, if they threaten your family, if you're the one who's a squealer, you don't want to be the, the stool pigeon type thing, and then they come after you again. 
Jim, over in Tampa, talk about shoot 'em up. Uh, Tampa police are maintaining a heavy presence in the town of Seminole Heights. Is that a town? The neighborhood of Seminole Heights, where oh. a man was murdered. Uh, maybe the fourth victim of what they're calling a serial killer, but not really a Possible serial killer. Possible serial killer. Yeah, killer. that's right. The chief of police there says the neighborhood of, of Seminole Heights is on lockdown, and officials are conducting a slow, methodical, door-to-door search going through homes and backyards. Now, the chief of police, Brian Dugan, is asking to hear, again, from anyone who was in the area of the killing. Again, it was right before 5 o'clock in the morning uh, when this 60-year-old was walking across the street on his way to volunteer at a church food kitchen when he was shot in the back and killed. That's number four. And the police were reluctant to call it a serial killer, but now it looks like eh, something. you got to put cameras everywhere. you got to check the buses. I wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. for this possible serial killer to be coming in from somewhere else. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to look for people who, uh, you know, sleep during the day. Don't belong. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got to do a canvas of the neighborhood. Tonight? All right, who's sleeping during the day around here? <laughs> what are you doing? Off- <laughs> Johnny, you- come over here, Johnny. Uh-huh. Come what on, you I want to talk to you, Johnny. You're sleeping at 9 o'clock in the come morning. Come Johnny. Cut it out. Time to talk, all right? Sing it. Uh, a winter garden man, Jim. Start, su- yeah, start singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A winter garden man right down the road, right out west on 50, is too million dollars richer today after buying a winning Powerball ticket at the racetrack gas station out on West Colonial Drive in Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, you do. 56-year-old guy, according to the Florida Lottery, 56-year-old Bobby Bell bought the winning ticket at the racetrack. Good job, Bobby. And how sad is it? He got all five of the white balls correct, but the Powerball number he didn't get. He got five of the six numbers. The one he didn't get was Powerball. But How he close still, was he in the Powerball? I don't know. It turns out that he still gets $2 million for five of the six numbers. Just pretty good. Racetrack gets a kick of 5000 too. So what does he get, a million? He gets $2 million. Yeah, you got to pay taxes. Oh, oh well, I don't know what his, yeah, I don't know what his million bracket thing? is. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's pretty damn high if it's $2 million. I know. Uh, it turns out a 36%? that... 36%? I'm only bringing this up, A, because a local guy made a big you know win in the Powerball, but number two... Tonight is the drawing at uh, the drawing. Drawing. A drawing, yes. At at eleven o'clock today, Wednesday night. Uh, and tonight's Powerball is over a hundred thousand, a hundred million. So normally we get interested when it's a hundred and three million, when it's a hundred and fifty million. Mm. So I thought, are we in? Or are we out for tonight's drawing? Jeez. Are we in? in or out? I'm in. 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 Uh, hundred fifty. No, mm. hundred and three. I think hundred yeah, and some. Wow. Still a lot of money. I don't play till it's one hundred four point one. Oh boy! I'll go against that, and I'll, I'll I'm in. All right, you're in. Yay. Are you in? I don't know yet. I can't wait. To Does your coleslaw right. want to play? Who? Your coleslaw. Your coleslaw. Sounds like you got one. I don't have a cold. What? Cold sore. No, my cold sore doesn't want to play. I've called it cold coleslaw. Three times since you've had it this week. <laughs> and I can't not say it, now and I don't funny. know why. Now it sounds funny. Your cold coleslaw. How was your coleslaw? Well, it's like you named your hemorrhoid. <laughs> right. You Lord named your hemorrhoid Herman. What are you naming your cold sore? I didn't name it. Coleslaw. My mother, funny. Did. My mother did. Oh, after day four, does he get a name? Coleslaw. I think coleslaw's fine for a name. <laughs> it's coleslaw. Hi, I'm what? coleslaw. Uh, it's coleslaw right here. I got coleslaw. Uh, Jim, Orange County has... Give me a lipstick so I can cover it up. No, don't touch anything. I'm taking my water to the bath. Uh, Advocates, I don't want to... I'm going to put it way over here. Yeah, you should have taken it with you last time. Oh, no. 
Advocates cheered Jim and celebrated last night as Orange County commissioners unanimously voted to allow medical marijuana dispensaries in unincorporated Orange County. Not only knows where, last night. though. Now, it's going to be out in the sticks, of course. Yeah, it'll be in some warehouse district. Uh, yeah. Uh, the mayor the gateway drug of Orange County, Teresa Jacobs, said <laughs> that this is really evidence of the fact that the people have spoken. More than 70% of Florida voters approved this medical marijuana. Commissioners didn't wish to go against the, the wishes of the people. They were uh, leaning that way. I know, but everybody except one lone objector, everybody who spoke at the commission meeting yeah. said, put them here. They didn't want me and Maxwell jumping all over them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They knew exactly what would happen. I know. They're probably not crazy about the idea. I it's know. not a head shop for crying no, out. It it's isn't. just a dispensary. I still don't understand why f- certain pharmacies are not allowed to do this. The mayor said, I understand how important it is. Even if you don't understand the decision, it's important to respect it. And 100% of, like, for example, one city commissioner, Victoria Siplin, said every single voter in her district voted for it last year. So, you know, I know our county's reputation is family-friendly, and they're really pushing that and all that. Did somebody bring that up? Yes, they did. Who brought that up? Commissioner Betsy Vanderlei. Is this going to have some kind of impact on our family-friendly right. way of life here? Mm-hmm. Oh, shut up no, for I'm crying out loud. Family-friendly. Have you been to some parts of iDrive? Have you been to some parts of... You know, no. uh, come on, please. It, here's the good news. Family friendly. The ordinance takes effect January 1, so six weeks from now we will have it. Can't help but trip over yourself for every damn tattoo parlor in town. <laughs> come on now. And my it's family friendly. My friends over at SpaceX have issued uh, a notice here. The two-hour window was supposed to open tonight at 8. Yeah. They pushed it back to tomorrow night at 8. They need more time to do some last-minute stuff. This is where they're blasting off the Falcon 9 rocket. And yes, Jim, they are landing at... At the Air yeah. Force Station. Yeah, they need more time to work on that camera so they can get that blocking view where <laughs> no, they no, block no, it, it out work. in between. No, no, no. It's three that feet off happen. the ground. No. And so, hey, wait, what? I, oh, my God, it landed. All right, let me take a little <laughs> break. More news with Mo. The president is supposed to have a, supposed scheduled to have a press conference at 3.30. We're not going to take it live, but unless warranted, of course. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. President is having a press conference right now, but he's just uh, polishing his own apple, and I'm not going to give him the time. Let's get back to the news. Here's Mo. You know, if they start asking him about Roy Moore and, you know, back and forth and back and forth, maybe we'll switch over. We'll see what happens. Jim, today is November 15th. It's payday around here, but it is November 15th, 2017, Mm. and that means that it is National Raisin Bran Day. I used to like Raisin Bran. It's a little bit too sweet. Because of the raisins. They don't make the flakes sweet. No, the raisins are sweet. Raisins. Raisins are the best They put sugar on them. You can see They do, yeah. Yeah. On the raisins. Oh, yes. Sweet and raisins. But not on the flakes. Raisins are sweet enough. Not on the flakes. No. Yeah. It's either sugar or cocaine. Frosted flakes are the number two selling uh, cereal in the United States. Frosted flakes. Hmm. Still? Yeah. Hmm. It's that honey. Not Cheerios. Yeah. I don't know. Is that number one? That's number one. Yeah, that's the best. A little sweet. A little too sweet. (laughs) A little too sweet. Mm -mm. It's loaded with sugar. I had to cut it with regular Cheerios. Yeah, that's a good idea, too. Yeah. And they sell the multigrain where they put some honey nut, some whole grain, some regular. See, they started making it like I was making it. You were making your own, yeah. But they make it for you. No, I went to granola. All right, good. Oh, that's really full of sugar. Granola. A little bit. Back off, all right? I'm just saying. Let him have a treat. Yeah, let him have his granolas. Mm -hmm. I, I trick myself. I say that's healthy. 
And then I go back to my Because it sounds healthy. It sure yeah, does. It does. Yeah, multi-grain or yeah, something. Yeah, it, sounds, it sounds European. It sounds like you're oh, in the granola. Swiss Alps hiking or something. No, that's if you say you gotta, Yeah, you got to get yeah, some, you know, some yeah. nutrients in you. You have some granola. Oh, that's, that's hippie-like. Well, that granola. too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah man. Macrame uh, plant holder. Yeah, I eat it barefoot. <laughs> Legislation approved by Tallahassee Committee gives the state of Florida the power to regulate Brightline, which is the proposed Miami to Orlando rail service. Melbourne Republican Debbie Mayfield's bill called the High Speed Rail Safety Act was approved unanimously today by the Florida Senate Transportation Committee. It gives the Florida DOT certain regulatory authority over passenger railroads, including the Bright Line, which is that speed one down to South Florida. How speedy? Uh, I don't know. It's an express railroad. It's express, yeah. No, it's not high speed. It's pretty speedy. No, it's not high speed. No, it's speedy. It's not like Japan speedy, but it's speedy. Well, that's what I said. It's not high speed. It's not a bullet train. No, but it's su- it's speedy. It's like 80 miles an hour? It's super speedy. That's that's fast, but it's, nothing compared to what they have in, no, Gi- no, in China. Or, or Japan. Or in Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or all over the world. Oh. Except <laughs> the United States. Yeah, there's that. God <laughs> almighty. We got Amtrak, though, if you want to... And not I'm so long, yeah. Get into your destination 18 hours late. Uh, we have a bullet train that goes from Orlando to Tampa, do we not? No. Oh. Uh-uh. Thanks, Governor Bullard. Uh Speaking of Tampa, the Hillsborough County commissioners are have finally, it looks like, selected a site, or at least have a committee now selecting a site yeah. for the new Tampa Bay Ray Stadium. What? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Yeah, they have located a spot, and uh, somebody has leaked it to the media. Psst. It's going to be in the heart of Ebor City's historic district. I'll right. take it. Somebody's losing their home. Uh-huh. They've uh. also acquired site control through an option. A couple of the fellow commissioners were not happy. Those plans were made public Psst. before. What does St. Petersburg have to say about mm, this? That, that, trops, that, that Tropicana field. Well, they say good riddance. It's a I mean, stink bomb. I don't know. I don't know. That just puts the stadium and games 30 minutes closer to us. Yeah, Thank no, you very much. Right. But I'm just wondering, yeah. is, that a, is that a go? What do you know about this baseball fan? Uh, the fact that they have wanted a new stadium for a long, long time. And now they found there was a also they were talking about a place that was closer to the water. But I, I really mm-hmm. like the, the fact that it's on the right side, side of Tampa for us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about Tampa traffic when you go to games. That's true. Well, that one in St. Petersburg's closer to the water than Ebor City. No question. True, but it's true. Closer yeah, to but us, they were. Said. I think they were. I don't know if they Isn't were talking it? about Tampa downtown or like. I don't know. I'm not too familiar. With what areas are near water? Open air stadium or closed? I don't know. How are they going to play in the heat? And I don't know. Hmm. At the, I thought it was a retractable stadium when I remember the plans from several years ago. I don't know if that those are still viable. That's man- just baseball, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. A man from Port St. Lucie is now in the Guinness Book of World Records. 60-year-old Steve Salmazi in a Port St. Lucie made the publication by doing what's called diamond push-ups. It's push-ups, but you hold instead of holding your hands at, at you know your shoulder level, you put them together and make a diamond with your thumb and four fingers Jeez. like this. And he did. He's sixty years old, and he's in the book. How many did he do in? I think it's one minute. How many did he do of diamond push-ups in one minute to get him into the book? Seventy. Sixty-five. Uh, seven, uh, 67. Jim, 72. I'll take it. Man. Points. No, Jim got it. You didn't get it. Ah. Points. Finally, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess the old record was 70. Maybe that's why you were confused. Uh, I wasn't he, confused. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, he said it took him a year to do 72 of these diamond push-ups in one minute. Tough but he guy. did. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm.
Uh, months of debate. So tiring. I know. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, they like, so I'm one or two. There's nothing fun about a push-up. No. After the second one, it's just like, oh, okay, this is so done. old. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And those, yeah, yeah. those diamond ones, that's just one. And that's some push-ups, I only do half. I, I do down. On your then, knees, and then just pop down. And I'm like, down. okay. Yeah, you pop down. I'm good down Jack uh, Palance, the, the great actor. Oh, the one-armers. <laughs> was doing those one-arm push-ups the during Oscars? the Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the year guy. he was up for uh, Unforgiven or whatever it was, yeah. And then everyone else it? who tried to do it after that, no. they, you, mm. they get these face plants. It wasn't in that movie. It wasn't Unforgiven. It was a cowboy movie, though. I can't yeah, remember. City Slickers. Billy Crystal. City Slickers. City, City Slickers, Slickers. remember? City Slickers. I love that the movie. The one that uh, where... Uh, Four no. times. City Slickers. City Slickers. Jim, months of debate over the names of three South Florida streets will soon come to an end. The streets in Hollywood, Florida are named after Confederate war heroes. Mark Holland walked out of that movie. Uh, City Slickers. Those aren't real cowboys. He did. He went to the. He said, "Demanded his money back." He was on a date. Oh boy. And he demanded the money back. There's not a damn rancher in the world that would have done anything like uh-huh. that. Wait, uh, son or dad? The son. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking? What the that? hell? <laughs> Give me my money back. What? What <laughs> he said, "There's not about? a damn rancher in the damn United States that do anything so stupid as that." Mm-hmm. Were you thinking of Shane? He was in Shane. Yeah, maybe it was Shane. Mm-hmm. Tango and Cash. Wait, uh, Alan Ladd was in Shane, wasn't he? Points. Yeah, Shane. Oh, oh that could be some major points. Confederate That's War. That's consider one of the greatest cowboy movies of all time. Sorry, Mo. Never saw it. to get some points. The streets in Hollywood, Florida are named after Confederate War heroes, mm-hmm. and they finally are going to take that out. Uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest, John Bell Hood, Robert E. Lee. This Forrest guy, Nathan Bedford Forrest, was the first Grand Wizard of the Clan. Got that right. The Hollywood City Committee. You know those days when they said, "Hey, Reconstruction is over with," and uh, guess what? We've uh, we've claimed authority, and we're going to keep you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. People in their place, just like in the good old days. You know what I'm saying? What do you think is they happening? They may not be slaves, but they're not free. When you mm-hmm. look back, not that long ago, four or five decades, and you see the prevailing attitude that is now considered abhorrent mm-hmm. yeah what do you see today that you think history will look back and say what were we thinking vaping <laughs> mm. well that's a good question i don't know the me- i don't know the mean way we treat who i mean the mean uh, yeah, it, gay it, people uh, or how, whoever is discriminated against right Governor Rick Scott finally... Oh, there's still a disparity. Oh. There's still institutional institutional racism. There's still institutional discrimination against minorities in this country. Mm-hmm. That's true. Governor Rick Scott is finally weighing in on the allegations against Alabama Senate, U.S. Senate candidate Roy Moore. Mm. Uh, you know, five women now accused Roy Moore of preying on them when they were teenagers, and he was in his 30s. He was even banned from the local mall. Preying on them. Mm-hmm. I beg that your blouse is removed. And- no, no, not that time praying, but oh, praying, you know, being a predator, praying on. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Governor Scott says the allegations are disgusting, and here's always this parenthetical phrase, if they're true, Moore should drop out of the race. He's a wuss. Yeah, so he really, he waited He's a long a time to comment, and then when he did comment, it was with the caveat, if it's true, mm-hmm. he should drop out. Sure. Now, Fox News uh, has Sean Hannity, who has been a proponent of this guy for a long time and finally he said he's put him on notice roy moore oh my god well now we gotta pay attention now we gotta listen up sean hannity says gotta answer to him he says either explain these inconsistencies in your response to allegations of child molestation or exit the race hannity gave last (laughs) night on his show 
He gave more 24 hours. Nothing so like jumping on board. We're coming up. He's, it's been 18 yeah. hours so far of uh, 24. Keurig and Volvo get to him. He, he says misses the Keurig money. They deserve answers, and we deserve consistent answers, and we deserve the truth. It's a blowhard. If you don't give an answer in 24 hours and explain your inconsistency, sir... Um, then I would ask you to exit the Every race. Every time I see any kind of tweet, you know, regarding Sean Hannity, man, I just you go crazy. What's, I do. I said, what's again now? And now Sean has more time to get waterboarded for charity, like he promised back in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Come on, Sean, get wet. <laughs> Come on, buddy, Hashtag you promised. Get wet, Sean. Come on. He said that he didn't think the waterboarding was torture. And he right. said he was willing to be waterboarded, and he'd, he'd, he'd do it for charity. Donate proceeds, donations to charity. And he never followed through on it. Mm-hmm. What a blowhard. Everybody else comes out, and he sees, you know, finally says, oh, God, am I going to be the only guy around? You know, me and Roy Moore who are going to stand up against these allegations. Mm-hmm. Cheesy. <laughs> Uh, the Democrats on Capitol Hill are introducing a bill, Jim, to address sexual harassment in Congress. Yeah, okay. In a briefing today, New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand yeah. said sexual harassment is quite a serious problem on Capitol Hill and argued that members of Congress should not be above the law. Also, California Congresswoman Jackie Speier said that these congressional staffers, these young women are powerless and a key part of the bill would make um, mandate would require sexual harassment prevention training. Mm. Uh, to promote accountability, responsibility, and fairness. But it's not just in Hollywood. It's not just in Alabama. It's on Capitol Hill with some of these male. And they're still working there. They're still on Capitol. They're still elected officials. Um, from, from Nobody different. knows anything about them. Mm. Yeah, it's, I heard a woman today, now an attorney, but that was her first job out of college. And she said, when I stood up, uh, the congressman complimented me and said, twirl around a little bit. Yeah. You know, she twirled around a little bit, and then all of a sudden she got a rate. Just saying. Don't lose too much weight. We like you kind of like you on the plump side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned the That's pre- what one of them said to... Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the senator's name or the congresswoman's name. President yeah. Trump is back in, in D.C., and he's holding a press conference touting his trip to Washington, called it historic, called it all manner of things. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he loves when they roll out the red carpet. Yeah, we loved it that you were gone so long. Oh, boy. He did say really nice things about uh, his trip and uh, his participation on the trip. I don't know. John is now his best friend right now. Yeah, he said... uh, Are they currency manipulators or not? Mm -mm. No. He mentioned any of that. (laughs) No, of course But he did say when we're confident over there, other nations become confident in us. Well, they are playing this guy. Mm. Well... He said, "All you have to do is roll out the red carpet, have a military band, and uh, some soldiers, you know, with bayonets affixed to their rifles, and doing the goose step, you know, color thing, guard. Yeah, yeah and this guy is real. He really gets his rocks off on this. <laughs> I want to be a dictator too. <laughs> Does he? I love Jaina. Oh boy, Jaina, wonderful, uh-huh. tremendous." <laughs> Disneyland visitors out in California got a galactic surprise on a popular ride. I saw this. Did you see this? I did. As guests were seated and waiting for the Star Tours to begin, a worker said a special passenger was on board, and that's when Mark Hamill walked in and asked, are there any Star Wars fans here? Nerds. 
Uh, the Luke, <laughs> the Luke Skywalker. Oh, you gotta tour. love him. I the, mean, that's uh, their thing. Look, Luke Skywalker then later tweeted his childhood dream of working at Disneyland finally came true. Yeah, that's a nice treat. People were thrilled about. This. I like when things like that happen because nobody's expecting anything like this. And by the way, right. why are the Spice Girls getting back together? Mm. What? That's the rumor. I got. Oh. Please God, no. It's what we want. It's what we really, really want. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. Rapper Nicki Minaj hopes to break the internet. Oh, I saw it. By going topless on a magazine cover. What? Yeah, I'm she, now. she's posing topless for the winter issue of Paper Magazine. Paper that's Magazine. That's the name of it, yeah, Paper. that's the one Kim Kardashian did the champagne on her butt thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She appears on the cover in three suggestive poses with the headline, Break the Internet. Safe, sir. The Safe, sir. fashion magazine first broke the internet with Kim, as you mentioned, back in 2014. Uh, so anyway, this doesn't hit the newsstands till November 28th. But the Nicki Minaj cover appears online today. Where? Blake Shelton, Jim, is People Magazine's sexiest man alive. Fake news. And Pinkman and I are very disturbed about this. The 41-year-old Blake Shelton was crowned last night and was surprised, he says, by the news. Can you remember what he looks like? Mm. How about He's, Tim McGraw? I don't know. They, didn't, yeah, they weren't looking him? for a country guy. They were just looking for a sexy guy. They, but Blake Shelton says that he has been ugly his whole life. Who's the boat about the guy that's uh, the new Superman? Henry but he was Cavill. the new sexiest guy alive. Mm-mm. And I can't remember his name. What is it? No. Henry Cavill or yeah. Harry Cavill right. or something like that. Mm-mm. A dimple. Any guy with a yeah, dimple. Got a chin, man. He's, he's got a, you're a couple of points ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women love that dimple. Yeah, like the sheriff in Jaws. Well, mm-hmm. the issue. Like Cary Grant. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Points. Yeah. The issue featuring the 41-year-old Blake Shelton will hit the newsstands this week. Hmm. He took the honor in stride, telling People Magazine, y'all must be running out of people if you're picking me as the sexiest man. I got a sense of humor, too. Good for him. He says he can't wait to throw this into the face of fellow um, coaches on The Voice, Adam Levine especially. Oh, I see. Okay. Because he was Sexiest Man Alive back in 2013, and now Blake Shelton, Sexiest Man Alive in 2017. Just saying. Handsome or sexy? No, sexiest man alive. Sexiest. Oh, he's got some moves then. I don't know about anything like that. Oh, yeah, he's got the sexy moves. No, I don't think he got has anything. the sexy anything. time moves. I don't think he has anything. He's sexy. He's the sexiest man no, alive. No, he says no. Mm-mm. No. Knows when to turn the lights down. Knows how to pull the cork out of a bottle of champagne <laughs> without making a gigantic pop. Mm-hmm. Knows what music to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, to turn on. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, he doesn't claim any knows of that. Knows what color bath jacket to wear. Oh, bath jacket, yeah. <laughs> Blake Shelton actually says, <laughs> here's his quote, I've been ugly my whole life. He says, if I could be sexy for a year, I'll take it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah good for him. He whatever, seems like a, you know. All right, let him have it. A regular bloke. He does. A regular bloke. Mm-hmm. He's like a regular bloke. He does. He does. He does. He does. Hey, boy. And he's got that sex in a truck campaign Ew. going on. Too. Does he? Yeah, the Doing like... It to Country Songs tour. No, oh, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sex in a truck, same yeah. thing. Ew, sexy truck. You got that I, right. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than sex in a truck, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't think that sounds good at all. Got to get the super cab. High and dry. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Oh, you know. I don't mm-hmm. really know. Mm-mm. And actress Rose McGowan was arrested last night in Virginia in relation to a felony possession of a controlled substance. The sheriff's office says a warrant was issued, I don't know, eight, nine months ago for um, Rose McGowan after traces of narcotics were allegedly found in her personal stuff that was abandoned on a United Airlines flight. Whoops. Officials say McGowan was released on bond, turned herself in, scheduled to be arraigned today, reportedly will plead not guilty to the charges. We want to wish a happy, happy birthday today. It is November 15th, right? Yeah. Happy, happy birthday today to Ed Asner. 
Oh, you know. Okay. I do. I do know that. There, oh, there, there, there. Happy, happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday! Seventy-two. Oh, higher than that. Oh well. Um, eighty-two. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight is right. Yeah. Sorry. He's up there. Eighty-eight. I passed. Mm-mm. You passed. Oh, you know. I passed. Holiday magic. How about the I don't even know how to be. I don't. I don't, I don't even know it's worthy it. of holiday magic yeah, if I know it. So it, then it ruins it because you deny all of our listeners holiday magic as well. If mm. you're going to use up these opportunities oh, to get it's it, not holiday magic for them. It's holiday magic for me. Hearing it is holiday magic for everyone, Jim. Okay, mm. it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Okay. Happy happy birthday <laughs> to Beverly. D'Angelo from Happy National Lampoon's Vacation. She was the mom in all of those uh, Speaking movies. Speaking of gifts that keep on giving. See? National hey, Lampoon oh. Vacation. Mm-hmm. And 63. All. Oh, please. 65. Oh, you guys are way off. 64. <laughs> Pinkman, 66. Woo! Damn it! Happy, happy birthday! And finally, the man with the mobile face. I call him mobile face. Sam Waterston. I don't know what any of that <laughs> yeah, means. Yeah, you do. Uh, we do. We do, and you go first. I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, Sam uh, Jim and I know, and so you have to Can play. Can you at least tell me what he's uh, been No. Uh, there was something on TV. It was something. Yeah, it was on TV, oh, and he also great. did a lot of advertisements for a financial services group. Oh, good one, Mo. Wasn't that right? And the Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah. He's the guy. Yeah, the Great Gatsby. Uh, good job. Points for Jack. Great Gatsby. Oh, uh, points. It's going to be a great uh, weekend. He is 76. Nope. Ooh. I was wrong. Yeah, I don't know. No, 68. Uh, 71? Pinkman, 77. You're 77, oh, 77 years old? Yeah. It's the hair. He's got, yes. still got a lot of good hair. And that's the lot he does. Just call me Moira. Right, we're going to open up the lines. Pinkman will choose one of you at random, and that person will play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the bin, vying for that You Matter business card, which will guarantee a winner good fortune for the rest of their life. A loser, bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Yeah, that's right. David's on the line. He wants to play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. David knows, of course, if he wins... He receives that You Matter business card. What does that mean? Good fortune for the rest of his life. David also knows, however, that if he loses, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. Mm, We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap by a roll of the dice. David, how are you today? I'm great, sir. How are you? All right, pretty good, David. I've got 10 questions for you. That's the way it works, including the infamous crow question at the end. Uh, they all mishy-mash together in some form or fashion, but just answer to the best of your ability. Are you ready, David? Yes, sir. Here we go. Countdown for David, please. In three, two, one, begin. David, Italy has been eliminated from World Cup competition. Mamma Mia! The yeah. movie Mamma Mia! with Meryl Streep came out in what year? Uh, 2004. In minutes, how long is the movie Mamma Mia! 112. How old is actress Mia Farrow? 
65. Mia Farrow's son, Ronan Farrow, is a lawyer and journalist who broke the Harvey Weinstein story in the New Yorker magazine. The first issue of the New Yorker came out how many years ago? 35 years ago. How many Irish immigrants were living in New York City by the year 1860? But 200,000. Bono of the band U2 was born in Dublin, Ireland. How old is Bono? 70. The album The Joshua Tree by U2 was released in what year? Um, 2000. Talk about trees. A redwood called the Hyperion in California stands how many feet? 112. What's the population of Redwood City, California? 65,000. Get it within 25, you went out right. A crow in Redwood City, California would have to fly how many miles to reach San Francisco? 300 miles. Time. All right, there you go. All right, let's bring Mr. Pinkman back in. Here we go. Mr. To, Pinkman, come hard back Hard to hear, yeah. Hard yeah. Man on the moon. A little bit hard you to know. hear. Yeah. What are you going to do? Man on the moon. So put a man on the moon. Take a man on the moon. Communicate with somebody on the man on the moon on the other side of the moon. Mm-hmm. And you can't get a good cell connection. Andy Kaufman. Go figure. Ari, Ari Mr. Ari Pingman, if you'll roll the dice, please. His regular handicap, we set it at 15, but whatever Mr. Pinkman rolls, we'll take that number and we'll take it off 15. That will be his handicap for today. Roll it off the table. Roll it off the table. Yeah. If you roll it off the table, if it hangs up somewhere, it's an automatic 15. Oh, damn it. Man. What happened? Five. All right, 10-second okay. handicap. That's not so bad. I have 10 questions for you, including the infamous crow question at the end. Are you ready? Sounds good. Here we go. You'd be fine with a 30-second handicap today. Oh, In three, boy. two, one, begin. Pinkman Italy has been eliminated from World Cup competition. Mamma Mia. The movie Mamma Mia with Meryl Streep came out on what year? Oh, wait. In minutes, how long is the movie Mamma Mia? Uh, 108. How old is actress Mia Farrow? 72. Mia Farrow's son, Ronan Farrow, is a lawyer and journalist who broke the Harvey Weinstein story in the New Yorker magazine. The first issue of the New Yorker came out how many years ago? Uh, 112. How many Irish immigrants were living in New York City by the year 1860? One million. Bono of the band U2 was born in Dublin, Ireland. How old is Bono? 63. The album The Joshua Tree by U2 was released in what year? 1986. Talk about trees. A redwood called the Hyperion in California stands how many feet? 200. What's the population of Redwood City, California? Uh, 25,000. Get it within 25, you went outright. A crow in Redwood City, California would have to fly how many miles to reach San Francisco? Uh, 73. Time. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's score oh, boy. The movie Mamma Mia. Came out in what year? David said. 2004. Pink. 08. 2003. Oh, David. What? In minutes, how long is the movie Mamma Mia? I think it is. I'll check. Check it. I might be wrong. I've been wrong before. Oh, boy. In minutes, how long is the movie Mamma Mia? David said. 112. Pinkman. 108. Right on the money. No. 108. (gasps) No. Oh, 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 my God. How'd you know? He should get quadruple points. How old is actress Mia Farrow? Oh, wow. Jim? Uh, Am I right or wrong? No, no, this goes back. What were the two answers for when Mamma Mia came out? 2003. 04 and 08. 
And you're talking about the movie, right? Yes. The movie, yeah. Came out in 2008. Boom. Boom. No, Money. It did not. Release yes, date, July 18th, 2008. Oh, geez, that makes it double again. points for Pinkman. Boom, four points. Sorry. So it's a two-to-two two game now. Jeez. No, it's not. Why not? It's a four to nothing. It's four to zero. I got the double points. He also on the got double one. on the second one. Yeah. Oh, you got that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Don't be he, jealous. I'm gonna have to submit this thing to a fact checker. <laughs> How old is actress Mia Farrell? David said sixty-five. Pinkman seventy-two. Right on the money. Seventy-two. How do you know <laughs> that? Damn it! nothing. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, I was trying to explain to someone that Ronan Farrow is Frank Sinatra's son, and oh, I looked up no. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow's son, Ronan Farrow, lawyer, journalist, graduated from Yale, I believe, was a Rhodes Scholar, but never completed that. Mm. He broke the Harvey Weinstein story in The New Yorker. The first issue of The New Yorker came out how many years ago? David said. 35. Pinkman. 112. 92. Pinky. Yeah. Oh, damn. How many Irish immigrants were living in New York City by the year 1860? David said. 200,000. Pinkman. 1 million. Right on the money. 200,000. No, nice. look at that. Bono of the band U2, born in Dublin, Ireland. How old is Bono? David said. 70. Ooh, uh, 63. 57. Mm-hmm. The album The Joshua Tree by U2 released in what year? David said. 2000. Pinkman. 86. 87. Oh, Pinky. Talk oh, about man. trees. A redwood called the Hyperion in California stands how many feet tall? David said. 112. Pinkman. 200. 379 feet. Holy smoke. That's a big damn tree. Uh, it sounds like. That's a tall booger. Yeah. What's the population of Redwood City, California? David said. 65,000. Pinkman. 25,000. 85,000. Oh, David. But it all could again. come down to this. Right. It doesn't matter. You're, you're killing them. Two, four, six, eight, ten to three. Oh, feels good. But fun. it all goes down the drain if this question's within 25 miles. I don't like that. A crow in Redwood City, California would have to fly how many miles to reach San Francisco? David said. 300. Oh, Pinkman yeah. said. 73. Oh, the Uh-oh. answer. Oh, the answer, a crow in Redwood City, California, if that crow flapped his wings and wanted to fly to San Francisco, oh, would oh. have to fly a distance of 27 miles. Oh, Woo-hoo. so Pinkman gets it and yep. wins the game Boom. handling. Sorry, David, you got slapped around. That's the way it goes. Oh, Bad luck God. for you for 24 hours. Get under the sheets and stay there a while. Thanks for playing a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in oh, oh, no, no. Yeah. 11 to 3. And Feels good. Uh, might be pin. my best pin. win ever. Biggest win, maybe, yeah. Tremendous win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People... A lot of reports of sniffing by the president at the, uh, I don't even know if you want to call it, I guess it was a press conference. before the microphone. I don't know if he took any questions, so I think he got a bad cold on the way back. Some people were listening in the car or listening over the radio or whatever, listening to a podcast, you know, a broadcast of it. One word is over and over again, sniffy, sniffy, sniffy. He's got a cold. He might have a cold. It's going uh, going around. around. It's called having a cold, Mo. When he speaks, he often does this, whether he's sick or not. He often has the sniffy thing. What are you trying to say? Is a cocaine problem, Mo? Is that no, it? You hate the guy that much? <laughs> you can't give him credit for having a cold? I don't know what he has. But then he got really thirsty and went rooting around for some water. Under that, th- that's because he took some Sudafed. It looked like a Marco Rubio. It looked like a Marco Rubio moment like, oh, because, well, like, I I see him look at and he grabbed a bottle of Fiji. I thought it was going to be Trump water. It was a bottle of Fiji water, and I'm like, I thought it was over, so I put up the audio, and he just, he was in the no, middle. He he's stopped. taking some, he's trying to dry up. You know yeah. how thirsty you get after that? Of a plane, yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, you got a Sudafed, this- you got a couple of Sudafed, and you all of a sudden, jeez, my God. 
Yeah, this, you got that uh, cotton mouth. Even presidents get colds, Mo. Right. I, I, if he's got Hashtag. a cold, somebody should offer him a tissue with the sniffing. I mean, sir, are, you know, here. What, do you want a close-up to see if it traces a white powder on no, his lip? No, I don't lip? care. Listen, somebody <laughs> did a synopsis. A, a uh, You know, they sort of did the cliff notes of what he said at the microphone, and yeah. it, it is the following. They just did bullet points. Yeah, what did he say? He said, I'm wonderful. No water. No water. You're the water. America first. I don't know how to drink water. And Fiji first. That's what that was. What that was about. He said that. That's how. That's how this person portrayed what he said when he was someone behind. who likes the president as much as Mo translated <laughs> the speech. I'm wonderful. No water. No water. You're the water. America first. I don't know how to drink water. Fiji first. Doesn't Followed make sense. by I love cocaine. The end. No, I don't think he's got a drug problem. Now stop it. I you know I don't think that. But I my, you're kind of wishing it though, aren't you? No, I'm not. No, I, I'm I don't want. I don't want any president no, with, a, with no, a drug problem. No, I do not right. want that either. Especially this guy. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. nope. You know the reason for the Sudafed hit that button instead. Oy vey. Oy vey. You Mm-mm. got that right. Nope. Jack's audio <laughs> file next on Real Radio 104.1. That was something nice about President Trump. At Real Radio 104.1 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. Peepers. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Alabama GOP is holding an emergency session in a couple of minutes, I suppose, to determine what they want to do as it relates to the nomination of Roy Moore. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Well, Jim, that's where we'll start today with comments by the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell talking about Roy Moore. And to Mitch McConnell's credit, he didn't come out, you know, namby-pamby. He he came out in full force of saying he needs to be off the ballot, and he's been saying it since these allegations first broke. I don't agree with Mitch on much, but this I do. Uh, Here he is talking about Roy Moore just yesterday. There's no question that there's a deep concern here. Uh, Roy Moore should step aside. The women who've come forward are entirely credible. He's obviously not uh, fit to be in the United States Senate. So uh, Mm -hmm. there you go. Now, they actually talked about, and he and I think another uh, Senate Republican are talking about the idea of writing in Jeff Sessions. Have Jeff Sessions resign his position as attorney general and resume his role as the uh, you know senior senate, I guess would you still be the senior senator from Alabama? Mm-mm. What? Where? Who? Jeff, Session. Jeff Sessions? No, no, no he would not be. He'd no. be the junior senator, right? Yeah, because you give up that title when he left. Yeah, he left, and then yeah. they put somebody in as a Luther Strange first, and then mm-hmm. they you know now it's up for grabs. Anyway, uh, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's not the only one talking about Roy Moore. Lindsey Graham is as well. I suggested to be best for him, the state, his family, uh, the GOP, and the country if he stepped aside. Right, Jim? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm responding to something. Oh, Sorry. Okay. It's business. Uh-oh. Much more important than the show. Oh, boy. Let's hear more from Lindsey Graham. There is no good outcome for Mr. Moore. And if, if you-, you win, you lose because you're coming to a body where people are already calling for your expulsion. So there you go. He says, even if Roy Moore 
stays in the race, mm-hmm. wins the race. It's going to be a rocky road ahead for the Republican from Alabama. Not done there. Senator Jeff Flake in his final uh, term, not running for re-election, the Arizona Republican had this to say. I hope that uh, we can get another Republican on the ballot. Uh, if we can't, then uh, then there's no way that somebody ought to support this Republican. No way someone should report uh, support this Republican. It comes from a Republican senator. Finally, what does Roy Moore have to say about this? Oh, boy. Yeah, because he is bringing people together. I'm the only one that can unite Democrats and Republicans. Because I seem to be opposed by both. They spent over $30 million to try to take me out. Not sure if he's still wearing his cute little cowboy outfit, but uh, he still has some followers. And I was watching on the news yesterday, one guy says, well, when he's the guy you want, you overlook some of the bad stuff. It's like, uh, wow. Seriously? Everybody's a sinner. Everybody's a sinner as long as he's accepted Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. He is saved, and he's. we've all had our missteps in life. We've all had our sins. We're all sinners. But as long as he accepts blood, the blood of Jesus, as long as he accepts Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior, we can make an exception. Mm. That's that's part of that's part well, of the thinking. I don't buy into that. I think it's a handy excuse for people who engage in uh, in misbehavior. It does seem like a cheap out. I'll do whatever the hell I want. I'll do whatever I want because I'm saved by the blood of Jesus. Mm. Yeah, okay, bub. Well, Good for you. Jim, you're not far off because Roy Moore, at a Baptist revival meeting, oh, yeah. was describing his campaign in religious terms. Oh, boy. This is not just a battle for Democrats and Republicans and how they vote on issues. This is a spiritual battle. A spiritual I get battle. lost. Stop it. Looks like a perv. <laughs> There he was a team. Well, my fantasy though. world, he looks like a perv. Mm-hmm. That didn't sound right. That's He's your, your fantasy that's guy? Your fan. Yeah, Ew. that was. I didn't say that. You better rewrite that one. <laughs> In Jim's world, he looks like a perv. Yeah, that could, I could, I'll go with that one. <laughs> thin lip perv. Uh, if he wanted to sink any lower, now he's hiding behind the Bible. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Um, well, they all do. I said, yeah, yeah well, you know, we're all, we're all sinners. They do it all the damn time. You know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the Lord has saved me, and I've, you know, and then they, then they engage in some other nonsense, and wah, 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 and I beg for forgiveness, but, you know, I know the Lord has, has forgiven me, and that's all that matters. Ah, gee, shove it. Well, I so, can't stand that crap. With oh, all of these sexual allegations <laughs> on several different people, whether it's politicians or yeah. entertainers, mm-hmm. some um, deny the allegations, some admit it. Uh, on the uh, uh, latter side of that is Louis C.K. Uh, had an apology, said, you know, these accusations are true. Uh, put an apology. I know. Yeah, he's uh, a putz, too. Yeah. Yes. So um, good friends of Louis C.K., or at least friends of Louis C.K., John Stewart, mm-hmm. was on the Today Show, and he uh, talked about, you know, uh, the comedian and it, basically anyone who's affiliated with someone who's accused, it's like, what'd you know and when'd you know it? Mm-hmm. You give your friends a benefit of the doubt. I tried to think of it in terms of, you know, I've had friends who have compulsions and who have done things, gambling or drinking or drugs, and we've lost some of them. Some of them have died, and you always find yourself back to a moment of, did I miss something? Could, could I have done more? Are the thing. And in this situation, I think we all could have. And um, so you feel anger at what he did to people? 
We rationalize our mm-hmm. friendships and our relationships. We all do it, mm-hmm. including uh, many, many Democrats who kind of gave Bill Clinton a pass. You know, it's not uh, it's not awfully uh, it's not terrible to reflect back on on Bill and some of the allegations that were made against him. I'm not talking about the Monica Lewinsky. I'm talking about other women who made claims mm-hmm. of sexual assault and, in some cases, rape. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to be fair, uh, yeah, it was. It's you know. It's not easy being a woman these days, or even those days, or even days in the future. Yeah. Have you tried? In the world. Yeah. One time. I thought one time, if I, in drag, I thought when I was a younger man, I could have made a good looking woman. But now I just think I'm getting a little too old. Yeah. You look a little bit. Like who? What? You did. You had your time. You look more like Chris Hayes now. Oh, yeah. My sister that. said that. And every time I look at him, I'm like, yeah, uh, with the glasses? Oh, look at that dude with no, the with bags glasses? under his eyes. Yeah, glasses. Yeah. You look like, it's okay. It's you ought right. to be happy. He's probably more than 10 years younger than you are. I'll take that. Thanks, See? Mo. So there you go. Think of let's, it that way. Let's get back to women in comedy as reflected on by John Stewart. Comedy on its best day is not a great environment for women. I think it's gotten better over the years, but certainly when, when we started 30 years ago, it was really difficult. And so to do it was an act of bravery in and of itself. The idea that there was this added layer of uh, pressure and manipulation and fear and humiliation. So there you go. Mm. What are you going to do? Do the best you can. You do the best you can. You do the best you can. You, 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 you know, you try try to treat, treat people, everybody with respect. That's, right. that's what it comes down to. And stop, you know, I don't know. Sometimes say, well, let me explain my feelings about this and blah, blah, blah. And that goes on and on and on. Louis C.K. and this mm-hmm. and on. Just, you know, just say, I know. Maybe sometimes you can say, I don't know what to say. Mo grabs my butt in the elevator. Hey, hey, I never touched you. <laughs> Makes you me feel uncomfortable. Quick to be. He's punched me before. <laughs> I beg well, your Well, you pardon. probably deserve that. Oh, thanks. Well, I did throw something at her once, but I didn't hit her. <laughs> I don't Not know. Like I was quick, like George Bush, bob and weave. No, you weren't quick. My <laughs> hand a, was off. Oh, or maybe I did it on purpose. I'll just give her a little chin music. Mm. A little what? Chin music. Yeah. I don't know what that means. They say it in wrestling a lot. Oh, it is? Sweet yeah. chin music. And right to Queer Street. Oh. <laughs> mm. How does this happen? Oh. High and inside. Mm-hmm. Really high and inside. Mm. Like super high. And it's really, super inside. Inside. like chin high and inside here, like mm-hmm. that. Right, yeah, yeah. No, with a baseball. Oh, yeah. mm. Jim, lest we not forget our uh, our sister city. Let's call it Tampa. Can they be our sister city? No, I'd rather no? not. Okay, fine. Let's just say Tampa is nothing like Orlando. No, Cousin Tampa, the place where you cannot take a bullet train to get to. God bless you. You can Thank take you, a sir. bullet though. No boy. Oh, so four people have Jim, and that's uh, the the serial killer issue in a tight community there in Tampa. Uh, Police Chief Brian Dugan told people gathered in the Seminole Heights neighborhood that the killer is an opportunist. But whoever's doing it is taking an opportunity where people are not paying attention, or or they're distracted, and they're able to sneak up on them and take their life, and then they're able to vanish under the cover of darkness. So he wants everyone Where's he from? to be on alert. I don't know. He has a fun. Say, yeah, under the cover of darkness. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just yeah. got down here from St. Paul, and then, you know, here I am. 
Mm-hmm. But describe uh, besides the proximity yeah. of yeah. the murders, he uh, the the chief talks about why they believe these murders are connected. The okay. way the reason we're linking them together is because it's all the same manner, same proximity. The people are always alone, and there's no motive. They're not taking anything. They're not being robbed or anything like that. And while it's frustrating that they were unable Scary. to uh, yeah. find a. Uh, a suspect after the first three, they're m- even more frustrated now that there's been a fourth killing. I was watching on the news that, you know, uh, SWAT and FBI going door to door, you know, checking out homes in this community because they believe he may be a member of this community. What do they do? Knock on the door? Yeah. Hi, are you the ser- serial killer? No, well, I think they're looking. They said a tall, slender black man. The video they have, the security video they have, that's what they you know, narrowed down his appearance. So they have it's an approximate height. On. It's not a lot to go on. Nope. But they can also look for anyone who might fit that description and then, okay, mm. where were you these times and kind of gauge that interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, here he is. He's And, and the police chief, uh, Dugan, he's obviously frustrated with how it's gone so far. This is not the way we protect our neighborhoods. This is not the way we live in our city. But I can tell you, you have my word, we are working, and we are trying, and I very much appreciate your support. I'm everybody crazy. Scary, too. Yeah, it's a, you go outside, you don't know what's going on. It's scary as that Dateline. I saw another episode. Of, that's my guilty pleasure is Dateline. Oh. Why is it a guilty pleasure? It's a good show. Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, like, sometimes I like to think of myself as operating on a little bit higher plane intellectually we know, but, you know you, you gotta get you, you gotta like to get you good i like it i like that it's 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 gossipy it's just tabloid it's just oh it was a good one last night a good yeah well yeah happily married couple everybody loved them and then they be then we found out they were swingers and Ooh. then the wife had uh, a new lover that she met at costco oh, and not at he costco. shot him and this and that and then he turned state's evidence and oh my goodness gracious Murder in the cheese section. And then the couple that said we couldn't believe, uh, you know, we couldn't believe that they would do anything like this. And then they we could believe, but they got a divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of time. My yeah. goodness. They're Lots all of swinging. Oh, boy. Silver Lakes, California, I think it was. Silver Lakes. Yeah, Beautiful. Silver Lakes, California. Okay. Beautiful summer. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know where that is even. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Jimmy! From the high desert, oh, high desert California. All right. High desert. You just said that. You have pets? Want to make a bet? High desert. What does that mean? High desert means the desert is high. Well, it's a high elevation. Don't be, confuse that with the tide is high. That's a blondie song. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. You've had pets. You have pets now. You had pets in the past. A great you've, dog. Had, you've had pets that pass. I have. Oh, that's sad. If the opportunity were available to you, no, you would not. Tell me. Would you stuff it? No. Oh, <laughs> clone it. People have a hard time wrapping their brain around it, that it is really a real technology, that it's not science fiction. The dog that you're going to clone is not going to be a a Frankenstein. It's just a normal dog like any other dog. You never know by looking at him that he's a cloned puppy. Oh, Frankenstein dog. That would be interesting. Seen that robot dog? Yes. It's creepy. It is creepy. It doesn't even look like it has a face. It doesn't. All right. I have not seen robot dog. The robot dog. I have not. It's going to be available soon. No, like I will really- not. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, when I have a dog that passes, uh, Catherine and I make it a point not th- when we get another dog, not for it to be the same breed. Because then, yeah, at least in our world, we compare it. Sure. I don't want to do that. The Texas company Viagen Pets 
has been cloning livestock for the past 15 years, but now it's cloning cats and dogs. (sighs) Seriously? Weird. Seriously. It's an option. I guess. You really like your pet? I do. And, you know, they're not going to last forever. Hmm. Every veterinarian on the planet can do this to preserve the DNA very, very easily. Um, it's things that we do every day in practice almost. I mean, this is amazing. Back in 2000, I couldn't even imagine treating animals with stem cells, let alone cloning animals from our practice. Couldn't even imagine it. I'm about to clone dog with artificial intelligence. Now we're talking. Oh, that's spooky. Mm-hmm. Would that dog with artificial intelligence be smarter than some humans? Yes, uh, that is that, that is the way of artificial intelligence. With that, would that dog not smarter, but I'm would that dog with artificial oh. intelligence believe that the Earth was flat? Flat? No, no. Maybe. Well, guess yes. what? There are a bunch of idiots out there who do. Oh boy! Let's go to Raleigh, North Carolina. So I went down to the seashore, down in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I did my own testing. What sort of testing? So you take a straight edge, and you go from one end, and you follow the, the horizon of the ocean, and you go straight edge just to the other end, and it's it's flat. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Oh, boy. Real rocket scientist <laughs> you here. You, madam, are an idiot. <laughs> they did their own testing. Exactly. That's a meeting of the flat earthers in mm-hmm. Raleigh. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> I think it looks flat. Is it to just me. a club? Just like Elvis impersonators? It just mm-hmm. hey, we just you think it, they it's, get just, it? it's just an opportunity to get together and have a good time and drive everybody else crazy. You think that's it? I, just, I, you know, there's some getting, of that. Yeah, get, they're trolling people. It's like we never landed on the moon, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think some people really believe that, and there are probably a few. It's like geez. Capricorn one didn't help. We actually have some people who you know. Hi, we're just here because we can get a. We think we can get a better deal on hotel rooms and beer. <laughs> Jim, group rate. Right. Our viral video of the day. We post at realradio.fm. You click on Phillips Ooh. file. You can watch it. It comes from last night's Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah. They do their man on the street, or sometimes woman on the street. They go out and they just ask people. They they lie to them and right. see how the people respond, and it is amazing. Where you have to question: Are these people for real? Are people out there that willing just to go along? Are they that gullible, or are they just that stupid? Oh, well, I don't know. It depends on the question. Well, What's the it, question? I'll let, is it like Fritz on the street where they you think they would know it, but they don't know What's it? What's the question it's, first? Then let me give an answer. Should Hillary Clinton be impeached? Yes. Impeached? Wait, she's yes. not Hillary Clinton should be impeached. Yes, definitely. For what she's done, the way that she's more or less. With the Russian deal and all that stuff Not going that on, right. she definitely should be out. Mm-hmm. Do you think Hillary Clinton should be impeached? Yes. For what <laughs> crimes? <laughs> Really, I'm not a political person at all, so I really have no clue. What, what kinds of crimes would you include in the articles of impeachment? Extortion, treason. Uh, if there was a Benedict Arnold law, it'd be her. So, yeah, basically. Got that right. Jim, these people are allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Impeacher. Got that right. <laughs> File them articles of impeachment as quickly as you can. Come on, Mueller. <laughs> anyway, you can see the extended video <laughs> from last wrong. night's Gimmel. That's at realradio.fm. Click on Phillips file. All our videos are there. Thank you, Jack. We'll get bits and pieces from the president's, if you want to call it, press conference earlier today. A lot of reports of him sniffing. I think he's just got a cold. You know, took that antihistamine and didn't kick in quite yet. That's why he's sniffing. 
Mm. Grabbing the bottles yeah. of water. Super thirsty. The yeah. cotton mouth. Got the cotton uh-huh. mouth. Yeah. Got that cotton mouth angina. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Police in Brazil put a horse in jail after it kicked a car. When asked if he wanted to use his one phone call, he replied nay. This horse has balls. Next, a 50-pound block of cocaine washed up on Melbourne Beach. Tis the season. Every once in a while it snows in Florida. Finally, a woman is accused of hitting a man with a frying pan because she didn't like his singing. She could have just done that old joke where you ask the person who sings that song and then tell them to keep it that way. Wrecked. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. So you weren't the 10th caller and you didn't win the prize you wanted from your favorite radio station. Boo friggin' who? There's still a way for you to win. RealRadio.fm keyword contest. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. From the... You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. I'm sorry, you, you just don't. Right. He's got that Manson, kind of that Manson look. Like crazy wild eye type face. Yes, yeah, it looks like, you know what he looks like? He looks like uh, looks like Nick Nolte after Nick Nolte got busted on a DUI charge His about 20 all, years oh, ago. My. Hair's all askew. You know, looks or like a crazy Glenn Campbell, remember when Glenn Campbell got uh, nailed okay. on a, or uh, what's his name with the, that Randy Travis, same thing. Remember when Randy Travis was that pulled over? Was bad too, I think he was yeah. driving naked and got out of the car, and they had to give him a wood shampoo to get him in custody. Oh boy! Don't say it like it's a bad thing. Driving naked is fun. <laughs> this guy wow. is like you know. <laughs> you seen that photo, Penguin? See if you can just uh, Google California shooter. How did he get a gun? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you look at him and you go, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, everything checks out on your form. We know that. Uh, but uh, we, you know, we just have this kind of this gut feeling. Nope. 
that maybe you shouldn't have a firearm. That's all where they're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God almighty. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a crazy looking fellow. Yeah, tell me. Should this person... Yeah. Be allowed to carry a firearm. That's all. Well, sir, everything looks in order here on your paperwork, but I don't know. I kind of got an icky feeling some, about you. Something so about your face. I don't think you can make decisions based on icky. No, you can't, but we sometimes I think maybe, you know, you just, you just have a gut reaction. It's a damnation, man. Uh, everything checks out on your form, but there's something about you. I just don't. You're going to have to go someplace else. Sir, you look too icky. You can't get a gun. Yeah. We've determined uh, that you... No violating the icky rule mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you look a little too cuckoo head yeah your 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 eyeballs are spinning around right your hair's all over the place no uh-uh. yeah sorry well this is good information for those of you that are applying for guns you know comb your hair and don't look like you have crazy face well you got crazy face because you're crazy someone well, says he looks like jimmy ginatowski from taxi in a li- uh, little bit. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, maybe a little yeah, bit. A little yeah, bit. A little bit. Yeah. Kind of see that. Yeah. 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 Sign you. By the way, the sister <laughs> of this uh, shooter oh, in North sorry. California says he had zero business with guns. Mm-mm. Oh, that's. And I think his neighbors were reporting. Now, get this. I don't understand this either. Now, they're up in East Pajip in Northern California, mm-hmm. you know, north of Sa- Sacramento. But they said for a couple of days before this terrible shooting, that he was just firing off hundreds of rounds. Yeah, yeah, he was really, yeah. That's uh, true. I heard that. I could, you know, it's not an emergency, but would you mind driving to 3rd and Elm? I have a neighbor. He's a lunatic. Well, yeah. I don't want to say he's a lunatic, but he's firing an automatic weapon into the air, and it's been going on for about four hours, and I just, so you don't mind checking? Dozens or maybe hundreds of rounds well, in the last in the couple. neighborhood. Can you check on the barking dog? Oh, boy. You got that solved, right? That's done. You're done with that. Yeah, right? she's moving. Well, in the meantime, what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? You're not going to, like, throw anything at the dog or, you know. No, it's what like are the you dog's talking fault. about? When I called the cops on, I didn't call the cops. I was like, I had to call the cops. You kind of did. Well, I called the cops because I don't I, want anything to, oh. to, to blow up into. I've seen this happen before. Um, Where, the, you know, you have these uh, situations that get out of control over a barking dog. It's easier. The police will tell you this. It's easy. It's better if you call us. We'll check. And uh, and the dog have been barking all day and all afternoon and into the night, if nothing else, even though, but I could rationalize it. I, would you mind uh, making a welfare check on a home? A I really check. want you to shut that dog up. Oh, boy. Yeah. If you had a neighbor and all of a sudden, you know, papers are piling up in the driveway and let's say an elderly neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Like you, Mo. You're an elderly no, neighbor no, no, to somebody. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Well, that's true. Now that you say it like that, yeah. that's right. You know, your husband might say, well, I'm going to go over and check. No, no, no. You don't need to go. He'll go. Oh, no, he'll no, go. No, 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 oh, no. He'll you stay go. right here. Oh, no, no, no. 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 We don't go. need this. Oh, yeah. to, we don't need this to build into something that's out of control. That's you just right. stay right yeah. here. Don't he'll, let your husband go. Right. In mm-hmm. your case, definitely call the police, non emergency number, SM for a do a wellness check. A wellness on the dog? Yeah, wellness check. Welfare check, wellness check. person. The person. Because, like, let, imagine uh, the person had a heart attack. They're dead in their home. And the dog is woofing up. Yeah. yeah why is or, the dog barking Or just incapacitated. Long? Yeah. Obviously, the they're not tending to the dog. The dog's so freaking it's, out. It's yeah. a Thank warning you. that something is amiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if, there's, what, what if it's murder oh, and the, the murderer is murder. still in the house? Some crazed person broke into the house, murdered the person, sitting on the sofa watching TV, eating all of their food. The dog's outside. Bark, 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 bark. All of a sudden, I go up to the you know the door. Hey, 
What's the ruckus in here? What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Hey, is everybody up? Oh, boy. Yeah. Exactly. Are you going there? Hey, is everybody? All of a sudden, they attack you and eat your brain. Oh, brain. I don't want that. No, okay. No, no, no. Well, I'm just saying. You know, I'd rather have people brains. who are trained no, for I, situations I, like this. I do this. not want that. <laughs> brains. Oh, my God. That's all. Got to be a little street, you know, a little bit better street smart. I live in the city. You're up in there, Yenemsville up there in all right, what's cow country, in bear country. What's with throwing that in at me? Because really? you belong in the city. You're not a country man. Mm. You need to be in Maitland. I, I don't know. Yeah. There's a higher concentration of Jews in Maitland than well, that, that probably is true. We kept them out for a lot of years. I know you did. <laughs> and you're so proud of it, too. No, we're not proud. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing up there. No I like my house. It's fine. Why don't you move Until it? it floods. Move it? Like, pick it up? Yeah. yeah jack move. it up and move it. Oh, oh what are you kidding? That'll jack it up anyway. Yeah, probably that's right. Get away from that poo pile. 215,000 square feet under air? You no, think no, you're no, going to no, put no, that with a carriage house? The streets? I don't oh, have, God. No, I have none of that. Ten carriage car garage? Remember, Casa Feliz, the carriage house is bigger than Casa Feliz. Nope. They can't drag that through the streets. I don't streets. have a carriage house. I don't have any of that. Oh, sorry. Maid's quarters. No, I don't have any of that. Olympic-sized nope. swimming pool. Nope. Mm. Airstrip. Where you had your menage a trois. I Hel- beg your pardon? Ooh. Helicopter. No, 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 no. Landing no. pad. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Racquetball court, bowling alley. I don't have any of that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Someone texts in Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss. Chevrolet, barking dogs. Maybe the stress of the barking dog caused your cold sore. Oh, I see. No, stress. I bring it on, too. I don't know. No, I was buzzing before before that. Barking dogs, to me, it's a a dripping faucet to me. And then as soon as it stops, you say, oh, thank God it stopped. (laughs) Oh, Winter Park Police, it's not an emergency, however... I don't want to take ma- yeah. I don't want to take matters into You're my right, own hands. You're right, it is annoying. It's the worst. It is the worst. And then you say, then you can say, well, I'm going to move out to the country, and you can move out to quiet, if you had the money, twenty five acres or whatever. Quiet, then you hear the be- then you're way out, and you can hear the dog from five miles away. Oh boy, yeah. Then you call the sheriff's department. And they say, oh yeah, we'll be there in about eight hours. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Think about it already. Chicken parm? Yeah, tomorrow's Italian day at Linda's. Ooh, yeah, chicken parm's outrageous. When I think of fine Italian cuisine, I think of Linda. It's good food. Bobby de it's good diner food. It's it best is. in town. Yeah, yeah, I can hear that. 1-888-978-1041. Yeah. I've been to some Italian restaurants. Not so good. And her uh, <laughs> diner chicken parm is a lot better. <laughs> hey, what is this? You know, what's with a, hey, a little bit of mamananade, you know what I'm saying? Not Come really. The key to a good chicken parm is in the chicken, the breading, the sauce, and the cheese. Well, that's pretty much everything. <laughs> and sometimes the pasta. Oh. Sometimes. One of the they easiest things in the world to make, Super by the way. Yeah. 
Even I can do it. Exactly. No, I don't think you can do it. Oh, I can. Ooh. But you have never I'll show done you. it. Have you no, ever? I don't know whether you See? can. Oh, I don't back know. Off. Time out. Go ahead. Wait, whoa, 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 Make some, whoa. Put it in a Pyrex, uh, you know, tray and yeah, bring some in. I, I'm not even talking about using frozen chicken patties that are already breaded. I'm talking about real chicken. What do you mean real chicken? Real like, chicken. Yeah, the chicken that comes... <laughs> You get in the meat department, and you got to open. There's a styrofoam and the plastic on top. Oh, you gotta yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You cut the fat off, and then you fully you like open, butterfly it, right? Mm-hmm. Then you pound that. Boom, 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 boom. Oy vey. Yeah. Then hey. you bread it, egg, flour, egg, Ooh, breading. Look at it. Here maybe, we go. Maybe I'll even go panko on your Oh, on panko. Your, on your he knows panko. Yeah, panko. Yeah, 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 panko. Okay, go panko. I occasionally pay attention when my wife talks all those words. <laughs> Here is uh, William on Real Radio. Go ahead, William. Hey, Jim. Hey. Uh, listened to you for a long time. Yes, First sir. time calling in, but uh-huh. um, I just wanted to talk to you about this uh, California shooter guy. Yes, sir. Or the guy, or the guy we're looking at is um, he the one with his the letters on his face and all that? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Not, no. He have, have we posted on his the face. photo? I don't think so. I'll put it up. Um, yeah, I don't know where it comes from because, I mean, he was shot dead by law enforcement, mm-hmm. so I don't know whether it must have been a photo or a video of him earlier. Mm-hmm. But I look at him and said, mm-mm, no gun for you. Yeah, absolutely. I heard you guys talking about, <laughs> um, you know, it's a shame that they can pass the form and, uh, you know, you guys say if he looks icky, well, <laughs> I think that was the term you guys used. Yeah, yeah it's icky, kinda, you know I, what I mean. He kind of looks icky. You yeah. know, where you go to the, it's, like, it's like going to buy a car where the salesman said, let me go back, I need to go back and check this with the manager. So you go back no. in the back room and said, Jesus, are we really going to sell a gun to this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one of the things I, um, I've done on my way through college is I've actually operated a uh, small gun business out of my home, which might not be the best idea, but... Um, we have a... Uh, sounds like a horrible idea. He's got a federal firearms license, don't you? I don't yeah, know about that. You got an I FFL? Federal firearms license. Yeah, okay, all, you can do it. Legitimate. Yeah. I, come from a, I come from a background in machining, so I used to do a lot of gunsmithing work. And, right. Um, Interesting. So when distributors had a good deal, I would do sales, too. Mm-hmm. But um, in order to do that with the ATF, you have an inspector come out from them and their organization, and they talk to you. And, and one of the things you absolutely can do, it doesn't matter if the person passes the background check or not or has a badge you can absolutely tell them no I oh can you really like some new gun today yeah i didn't i did not know that i thought if okay we're going to check out we're going to send this in if it comes back okay uh you're cl- you're cleared to buy the weapon i did not know that yeah, i thought I mean, yeah i thought no. any 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 reason you feel like which i mean that can be abused in a negative way but absolutely if um you get a bad vibe from someone like uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't live in um, a particularly bad part of town, but right. I'm close enough to where I get that kind of traffic. I understand. And uh, one thing that I get a lot is a guy will fail his background check. And then the next day I get a girl coming in asking for the exact same thing. And it's like a straw know, purchase. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm back there pretending I'm doing her background check and um, running it through the computer. And I, I'm actually sitting on Facebook and I say, oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's the guy's girlfriend. I say, yeah, you know. All right, do me well. Do me a, a while, yeah. Do me a favor. We'll post a photo of this uh, guy from Northern California, and then just uh, and I appreciate the call. Ask yourself whether you would have sold a weapon to that individual. Now, needless to say, probably his his hair would have been in a little bit better shape, he and his eyeballs creepy, might yeah, have been like, not <laughs> pinpricked. His eyes were like they don't. But if a guy looking like that came into your uh, into your shop, googly eyed guy, yeah, no, you go uh, back and say, "Hold on for just a minute, sir. I'm going to take the paperwork back and uh, just clear this up." You go back and say, 
Not happening. Boss, this is, come on, man. Okay, we come can't on. sell it to this guy. I, I can't I can't do this. In good faith, I can't sell it to this guy. Now, I always had the feeling, for one reason or another, because right? I think I kind of, maybe, I might be kind of shifty looking. You? Yeah. No, whenever, you? Oh, yeah. Whenever I'm in a store, yeah, they never... all, I always think that they're, they're following me around. Oh, they are. Oh, boy. You know, or tracking me on their, uh, you know, on their security system. Mm-hmm. That's why I walk around like Prince Charles with my hands, hands behind my back. Yeah. And then that's probably the worst thing you can do. Yep, you look more suspicious. Because they're probably saying, yeah. that's a suspicious character walking. Who would walk around with their hands behind their back like Prince Charles? Does he think Keep he an eye on that guy. Yeah, the guy who's trying to not look suspicious. Yeah. Uber suspicious. So then you put totally him in front. Right. Then you put him in back. Then you put him in front and just makes it worse. Right. No question. Jim, the attorneys for Roy Moore, yes. uh, Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore, oh, yeah, what what are they, doing? they just held a news conference and, and they are requesting and or demanding that Gloria oh. Allred and Miss Nelson, the latest accuser of Mr. Moore, no. release the yearbook for an independent handwriting analysis oh, no. of the signature. And he points out several things with that signature that they say are suspect. Stop it. What do they say? Um, they're saying uh, it's signed by his signature. He's saying if you look at the the sevens in it, uh, they're not the same old hickory. Whatever he said, he did not. That's not his handwriting. And also, they said the signature followed by D A. Yeah. At the time, he was the assistant D A. Hey, he wanted to impress people though. He oh, sure. never. Well, according mm-hmm. to the attorney for Roy Moore, he never signed it as D A. However, when he was on the bench. He had an assistant with the initials D.A., and when he would sign it, the assistant would put their initials D.A. just like you see there. Okay, none of this sounds credible. Well. Just saying. Well. This doesn't sound credible to me. I guess let's convict then. There's no criminal charges here. I'm just saying I get the creepy vibe from this guy. There are too many, you know, stories that are way too similar to me. Mm -hmm. You know. I that I would not cast my ballot for Roy Moore. That's all it comes down to. It's the court of public That's opinion. All. There are no charges filed. This it's, is not going to be settled in any court of law. Statute of limitations. So you either believe him, or you believe the women who have come forward and say they were the, they were the victims of sexual assault. Hashtag Mo, I believe. I just him. don't think it's very easy at all, especially if you followed the sexual abuse cases in the Roman Catholic Church and on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm or wherever, for people to step forward. It takes a long time, and it takes a lot of courage to step forward. Say, well, why are they doing it now? Well, a lot of this has been in the news. Uh, when Roy Moore uh, declared his candidacy, um, there were there were reports and rumors going around, and somebody sent the Washington Post down there and said, well, let's check it out. The guy wants to be in the United States Senate. Has anybody ever followed up on these rumors? And they did, and they put two. You know, these stories are not put together in a day and a half. Mm. I think I think people get the idea that in the newspaper business, in an in investigative piece, that they just send a couple of reporters around and spend a day and get some quotes and go their merry way like they're covering a softball game. And it doesn't work that way. You know, they talked to the they talked to the women. The women didn't go to them. They found the women and said, you know, you can talk to us. As a matter of fact, is there anybody else that you told about these episodes? We can go to them first just to check. You don't have to say, this is the way it works. And, uh, what we have 30 or more people now that corroborate what these women have said. 
And they say, yeah, I heard about it, uh, you know, 15 years ago or heard about it a couple of years ago. I mean, I I don't understand what it takes. I think it's just blinders and it's partisan politics and it's it's tribal and, uh, you know, people are just uh, this is cultural identity now through partisan politics. You are through how you support somebody politically instead of looking at anything logically with any kind of rationality or reason and critical analysis and coming up with, you know, I mean, even Sean Hannity for crying out loud. But whatever. But And and I think there is that element that, well, you know, I do. I think especially in Alabama, uh, down in the deep south, I think there's still a solid strain of those people say, well, we're all sinners, but as long as he's accepted Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior like we all have or like, they, like everybody else should, you know, we forgive them. We forget, you know, we just forgive them. Because that's the way that we—that's the way that we believe. Meaning that you know they're saying to themselves, "Well, you know, we've uh, we've sinned and we've engaged in, in bad behavior, but I know my Lord has forgiven me." And blah 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 blah. To me, it's just an excuse for covering up misbehavior or maybe even criminal behavior. Well, you know, God has uh, God has approved me. You know, God has accepted my sins. Jesus died on the cross for my sins, so I'm okay. Okay. You keep telling that to yourself. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You know, mm. yeah, I salted her, and I gave her the old, uh, you know, uh, oh. Tokyo, uh, Tokyo tune-up. <laughs> and uh, but Ow. you know, I profess my sins to my Lord Jesus Christ, and He forgave me. So I guess everything's get up and go. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Think that Joe and Mika actually will get married? Yes. Just asking. I believe in true love. Want to make a bet? Uh, no. Now you don't think they're going to get married? What <laughs> oh, are you thinking? What's up, dude? Yeah, dude. Dude. What do you say? There? What's, what's that? Perhaps. What do you got in there? Your harmonica? No. Pens? I've decided to keep pens in a Ziploc bag so they don't yuck up the inside of my purse. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm trying. <laughs> what do you mean, yuck? You know, if you put it in there, you throw it in your pocketbook, then you have all this ink all over the inside of your handbag well so, click it click off the... I, it doesn't matter half the time i forget so i've decided if there's a problem i'm going to put everything in a zippy bag and then throw that into my 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 purse put you in a zippy bag all right Ooh. hey 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 jeez hey, hey, hey back hey, off hey, hey. all right time for that regular round of closest to the pin i'm playing against mary scott as the backup what's the prize today we have $25 worth of flats bucks to Tijuana Flats. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a good time. Didn't you just go yesterday? I went Taco Tuesday. Was that oh, yesterday? Yeah, yeah yes. I did. <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. Yes. Yep. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Deal. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Woo-hoo. Let's bring on Mary, who's playing today. Mary. Mary. Hi, guys. Hello, How are you doing, Mary? Mary. I'm doing well. How's everyone? We're fine. Yeah, we're doing well, and we have a category for you. Now, actually, this category was submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, with a tribute uh, to Mark, 
Mark also sends categories. Mark Quinn. This is called Right on the Mark. All right, courtesy of Brad, the category Right on the Mark. You have to guess the current age of these notable men named Mark. Okay? I'll name a famous Mark. You tell me their age. You got it, Mary? Perfect. Okay, here we go. We're going to reset the clock for you. And begin in three, two, one. Porn mustache in place, he became the talk of the 1972 Summer Olympics by winning seven gold medals. Mark Spitz, how old? 70. He has played the character of NCIS agent Leroy Jethro Gibbs since 2003. Mark Harmon. 61. He is the controversial owner of the Dallas Mavericks and regularly appears on Shark Tank. Mark Cuban. 57. He was an original member of the Funky Bunch and currently in Daddy's Home 2, Mark Wahlberg. 48. Face it, his net worth is estimated to be $74.2 billion. Mark Zuckerberg. 36. Hi. Whoa, nice Good work. job, Mary. Bring, oh, boy. Jim's got his work cut out for him. Have Mary's time. <laughs> oh, boy. Pretty good. Pretty good on these. Pretty, uh, pretty good. Pretty, yeah, that Mark, Hel- uh, Mark Harmon, he fell into a nice role, huh? Uh-huh. NCIS. That guy's rich. 14 years of doing this character? Uh-huh. And Jing. He's syndicated now, too. Absolutely. What? Hello, We're Jim. Hello. Rush Limbaugh. Hello. Yeah. What about Rush? He's, He's syndicated. syndicated now. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Rush, <laughs> did you get the newsletter? Jim, we have a category. Is he back in Florida yet? Mm. Oh, after <laughs> the hurricane? He's afraid yeah, of He's, still he's waiting until the hurricane season ends. That's November 30th. Yeah. So then He'll be back December the... 1st. It's that a Friday. Board's still looking for him? Mm-hmm. Jim, we have a category submitted by, see if you can follow this. Yeah. The category is submitted by Brad. Okay. With the, It's a tribute to Mark. Mm. Mark Quinn, who often writes categories. Sure. Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, wrote a category for Mark. It's called Right on the Mark. Okay. Guess the current age of these notable men named Mark. Hmm. All right. I'll give you a mark. You tell me their age. You got it. Are you ready? Sure. Reset the clock and begin in three, two, one. Porn mustache in place. He became the talk of the 1972 Summer Olympics by winning seven gold medals. Mark Spitz. 70. He has played the character of NCIS agent Leroy Jethro Gibbs, since 2003, Mark Harmon. 63. He was the controversial owner of the Dallas Mavericks and regularly appears on Shark Tank, Mark Cuban. 47. He was an original member of the Funky Bunch and is currently in Daddy's Home 2, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, 46. Face it, his net worth is estimated to be $74.2 billion. Mark Zuckerberg. 39. Oh, boy. Got your time. Well, I'm going to add five seconds of your time, Jim. That's on a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want to add any more time to your handicap? Hey, don't think so. Okay. You're playing against Mary? Mary. 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 Right on the mark. Thanks to Brad for the category. Mark the Shark, one of five Olympians to win nine or more career gold medals. Mark Spitz did it in the 1972 Summer Olympics. How old is Mark Spitz They both said 70. Really? The answer sixty-seven. They'll each get a point. Mm, it's a dentist now, that. isn't it? Or maybe you're retired. I don't if know. you say so. 
That was his profession. Leroy Jethro Gibbs, since 03, has been portrayed by Mark Harmon quite successfully. Mm -hmm. He was the starting quarterback for the UCLA Bruins in 72 and 73, by the way. Really? Yeah. How old is Mark Harmon today? You guys were close on this one also. Mary? Uh, Mary said 61. You said 63. 66. Jim gets that point. Now leads 2 to 1. Now... Mark Cuban has invested in 85 deals on Shark Tank for a total of 19.9 million invested wow. as of July 2017. Love that show. How I, I kind of enjoy it myself. The uh, how old is Mark Cuban? Mary said 57. Oh boy, Jim 47. 59. We have a tie. Is he game. really? I'll be damned. Yeah, he looks pretty damn good for that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's happy looking. Yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't be with young that looking, money? happy looking? I don't know. Plus, he hates Trump. Oh, I don't know any of that. Yeah, he does. Well, not he, a big fan. Saturday Night Live did a spoof on the Democrats, and it said, uh, paid for by uh, Mark Cuban, Republican for president. <laughs> um, yeah, right. it, it was kind of funny. You may be toying with the idea. It was about how the Democrats, after how the last election, well, yes. they're feeling their oats, but really they're mm-hmm. just the same old people that they were same old, same. last week. Right. And, yeah. yeah, Pelosi and Biden. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the guy doing Schumer today is funny. Joe. This is and he his, has the glasses yeah. down here. Yes, like on the nose. Yeah. He goes, this is the most confident we've been since the day before the last election. Biden going to run. I don't I know. Not. I, I just hope not. He's sniffing around like he I might. I know he is. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if he was a member of the Mac. Funky Bunch or is Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, I'm way off on this. And he well, hits uh, being called Marky Mark. He Marky does. Mac. Yeah, well, so stop that. Guess Go what? Socks. He made his mark on that quite famous actually yeah. had quite a rap sheet for his youthful transgressions yeah, that's right. long. he's a southie oh, yeah, right? South, that's right from southie rule we get yeah. chowder in our dunkin donuts every morning and now i believe uh, he's uh, uh, quite religious and he, he will turn down roles that he feels does not suit him hmm. yeah because but, of his religion yeah, or yeah, because yeah. of violence i, I know that. clint eastwick said i'm not doing violent movies anymore it's easier when you got a lot of money in your bank account, I guess. And not to mention, Mark Wahlberg was the the character that Entourage was based after. So his religion is against good movies. No. Oh, right. I love that Entourage. I love that program. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was a fantasy. It's like, eh. Yep. yep. It was like Sex what in if? the City for Boys. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, old? The shoes weren't as good. No, they were no. not. Well, I don't know. Turtle always had that nice sneaker collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing like Jimmy Choo shoes, though. Uh, Mark not Wahlberg. That I own a pair. How old? Mary said. <laughs> Who are we talking about again? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that's right. Uh, Mary said 48. Jim said 46. It's a tie game right nah, now. Damn it. Uh-huh, it's tied. No. One of them low. is on the money. Oh, yeah, 46. God. Double points for Jim. Are you kidding me? He's 42. Yeah, she was not I can't believe he's only 46. Seems a little bit older. He's Doesn't mature, he? though. Yeah, you say yeah. so. Very powerful. It all comes down to Mark Zuckerberg. Face it. Get it? Facebook. Mm. Net worth mm-hmm. of $74.2 billion. What's the score? Dollars. Four, Four to two. two, you lead. Mm-hmm. She gets it on the dot, you go to time. Or we could go to a bonus question. Mm-hmm. Oh, bonus question. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. How old? Mary said. 36. Jim Phillips. 39. Mark Zuckerberg is 33. Oh, Mary gets the point, but, but Jim wins 4-3. to three. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, Mary. Great contestant. You did a spectacular job. But, uh, yeah, if you see, you know who, put them, you know, push them off the bridge. Thanks for playing. Closest to the pin. I'm champ. Hello, so I'm, 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 I'm,
Texas to the pin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I'll say it one more time. There you go. I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Excellent. We'll take uh, get some news from Big Daddy. Then we'll talk with Scott Maxwell. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. That's coming up next on Real Radio. Time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman in Wisconsin had her 52 dogs taken away from her. There's not enough cheese in the state to feed all them dogs, I tell ya. Next, a man stole a car from a parking lot and when police followed him home, they found him hiding under his bed sheets. That was a gamble for the cops. There was a 50-50 chance he could have been a spooky ghost instead. Finally, a man in Copenhagen has been caught stealing benches. He admitted to selling them online but authorities think there are more bench thieves out there. I've always heard of underground bench black markets but I never knew they were real. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And Transmission That's right. If you want to buy a home, you need to pay for that home. You go to a direct lender. They are mortgages made easy. They are WeAreNotTheBanks.com They're not the banks. They're better than the banks. Easier to work with. Brad Siebert and his team, great people. I did a refi through them a few years ago. Could not be happier with the end result. Regardless of your credit history, wearenotthebanks.com can work with you. If you're self-employed, they can work with you. Military, VA loans are no problem. If you want to finance a mobile home, wearenotthebanks.com can hook you up. Up. Their service is second to none for all your mortgage needs. Go to their website. It's wearenotthebanks.com. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. I love talking with Scott Maxwell, who writes the taking names column for the Orlando Sentinel. But one thing I do not like is the music. He chooses it, though. It's Scott's choice. Little Run DMC doesn't float your boat, Mo. I like it. Jim's the one who's complaining. Yeah, Yeah, reliving the good old college days, huh? (laughs) That's always a lot of fun. Chapel Hill! Yeah. North Carolina forever. Oh. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel every Wednesday at this time. We talk with him usually about what he's writing about. Hello, Mr. Scott Maxwell. You guys had that right. I went, I was, I was tatered for four years in college. He was what? Tatered. Tatered. What is, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Tatered. What does that mean? Tatered. Like, uh, boozed up. Oh, catered. Yeah, I don't remember what happened at that school. I hear it was a good time. <laughs> Jeez, good oh God. Don't let your children hear about this. I mean. Well, if they're listening, I'm just kidding, kids. They, they stopped listening. I think I may have told you uh, when they when I first started on with you guys, uh, my son was in the car behind another car and yeah. listening to me talk to you. And at one point in time, he said to my mother, 
uh, mom, daddy's not like that other station. He's not safe for little ears. Oh, oh that God. is true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... So anyway, I, they had that awakening. And before we go on other important things, can I just back Jim up on something that's very important that Jack needs to understand? What's that? Oh, As someone that? whose family hails from the great proud Tidewater regions of Virginia, mm-hmm. it's Norfolk. You just yeah. say Norfolk. Norfolk. Nor- right. Don't say folk. Don't do any. It's, it's Norfolk. Norfolk. No, I, I can't say because it sounds like a curse to me. It, well, that is, but that's how it said. Well, what if you kept the nor off? Yeah, well, well no. don't do that. Yeah. Well, nobody's going yeah. to you say Norfolk, Virginia. Nobody's going to go, oh, yeah. my God, okay. use the bad word. I have to say it fast. Ready? One, two, three. Norfolk. Norfolk. There you go. You got it. You let go. me talk you to you. It. Yeah, let me talk yeah. to you about your column today. Essentially, uh, the column is about the Sea World stink. And this, uh, you know. You and I have talked about, I mean, SeaWorld is, I'm not on the top of the list by SeaWorld. I've been yakking about them for the past 30 years. Be that as it may, though, especially because of the documentary Blackfish, things really started to turn sour for SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. And uh, in your column today, you know, you relay, and you can tell the audience, relay some things that were going on behind the scenes, although in public they were saying something else. But SeaWorld is at least, I think, beginning to turn that corner, albeit slowly. But talk to us about the SeaWorld stink. So it was 2013, uh, Blackfish had come out, and it was making quite a big, uh, no pun intended, splash. Uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was not only getting pretty good reviews from the movie things, but it was raising an awareness, which is what the documentary makers uh, wanted. Definitely the movie had a perspective. But one of the more interesting things was that even as everybody knew this, uh, SeaWorld was maintaining that Blackfish was not having an impact. Mm-hmm. Well, Flash forward now, we have uh, investors who are suing SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. They're saying, you lied to us. You knew Blackfish was going to tank, uh, was tanking your numbers and going to uh, hurt investors, which we should have known, and you weren't telling us. So they sued for their emails. And what they got is uh, released the emails of what the executives were actually saying to each other back in 2013. And I won't read all of them, but I'll read one to you. And that was, once again, this is two weeks after the Orlando Sentinel, for instance, asked about how Blackfish was impacting uh, SeaWorld. And they said, well, I, we, we don't even know what you're, you're talking about. There's, there's no impact to Blackfish here. One of the uh, chief spokesmen, Fred Jacobs, said, quote, God, we look like idiots. The whole bleeping thing just bleeps me off. And he didn't have bleep uh-uh. on doing that for you all. What relent, re, relentless amateurism we've shown in booking these bleeping people. He's talking about Willie Nelson, Bare Naked Ladies, Heart, all the groups that had backed out had, that, that were supposed to perform at SeaWorld. Right. And then after Blackfish said, you know what? And, and not all of them were loud. It's not like they jumped in bed with PETA. They just said things like, we're just not comfortable uh, performing here anymore, which is kind of the worst thing. He said, we've messed up, we've uh, managed, mismanaged the whole bleeping mess. But then the part that I was focusing on in my column today was he went on to tell his staff that they could have avoided all this if they had been straight with Willie Nelson. And he suggested that what they should have done was gone to Willie Nelson and say, quote, Willie, on our best day, SeaWorld is controversial. But right now we are being attacked from all sides. We are positively radioactive. If you don't want, and here's the key phrase, SeaWorld stink on you, we need to know and we'll walk away. Mm-hmm. So this is the spokesman for SeaWorld acknowledging that there's a thing called SeaWorld stink that's going to get on celebrities who come to their park. And I wrote about it for two reasons. One, I mean, this is a reminder that people just lie to our faces a lot. But two, SeaWorld has a problem. And uh, when, you, when your problem is, is so bad that it's so 
it's married to your brand, I think you're going to have to do something more drastic than what they've uh, started to do. And I think they may need to re- rebrand their whole theme park. I think so, too. I think, and I'm, I would, I would imagine, I would think, of course, uh, that they've, you know, they've got research and focus groups out there and all the other stuff that, that companies and corporations do that large to maybe even consider changing a name. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a long process. I mean, the SeaWorld brand, the name has been around so long, but it's really no longer, and they're planning, it's no longer really SeaWorld. I mean, and I've said it as of, you know, the past few years, they do a great job with marine con- conservation. They've really stepped that up even more than they ever did, and they should get credit and kudos for that. But, you know, the days of the aquarium, not the aquariums, but the, you know, the, whales and dolphins jumping out of the water those days are those days are over with and so how do you recover and what do you do i don't know whether it well that's exactly right and that's what they've realized and that's what i kept finding and and find myself thinking about and the bottom line is they are stuck with this impossible mission where they vowed not to have whales and you know when the when these die out 10 20 years whatever and they are they are left with the challenge of trying to run a whale park without whales and that's an impossible mission. And the problem they have is that their brand, SeaWorld, is married as much to Shamu as Disney is to Mickey Mouse. Only yeah. as I mentioned in the paper today, the problem is Mickey's never killed anybody. Right. So they're, they're married to something. They've got to change. One of the benefits is that they're part of a greater company that already has a well-known brand. Bush Gardens is part of the same uh, company. Uh, that makes some sense to me. I know it is not that simple. There's all sorts of complications. You, you, you have these massive whale tanks, which you can't do really anything else with. I mean, that's going to cost a ton uh, to, to deal with uh, right there. And rebranding costs a lot of money as well. Also, the other problem is, what do you do with these whales? Because they've said they're going right. to get rid of them when they go away, but that's 10 or 20 years. And uh, I know a lot of the whale animal activists, and you know, I've been championing a lot of their cases, they'll say, well, just set them free. No, that's not how it works. That. That's not how it works. They, the, we, the, the true story of Free Willy wasn't so happy. Uh, and uh, and so it's, it's not as simple as all that, but the bottom line is, their numbers keep going down, keep down. It's not a sustainable. Right now, SeaWorld markets to families like mine, maybe. They market to somebody who wants to pay, what is it, $90 once, and then you have an annual pass. And that's, it's, not, it's, a, it's a great deal on that front, but that's not a sustainable business model compared to Disney and Universal that are 120 bucks every time you walk through the door for $500 uh, for an annual pass. So, so they have to do something different. And they've started the, – I'm going to go ahead and ma- I'll maintain they have the best collection of roller coasters in Orlando mm-hmm. uh, collectively. I think Kraken, Manta, and, and Mako are, are great things. They announced on our front page they've got other things, but they're still SeaWorld. And as long as they have those whales and that brand, they still have – to quote them, SeaWorld stink on them. Yeah, and everybody said, well, why don't they just call themselves Bush Gardens Orlando? Well, that doesn't work quite well, especially when you've got Bush Gardens in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't, we don't want to draw, you know, I would imagine the corpor- corporation says, look, we don't want to draw people away from Bush Gardens Tampa. You know, I don't know what you do. I don't know whether you come up with a different name, but I don't know whether you partition off the uh, whale tanks. You you know, you caretake the whales until they expire. And uh, but it's you know, the whale shows goodbye. Say say goodbye to that. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're just in a tough way, but what, the, what, what we but, can tell is what, what they have right now doesn't work because it keeps going lower revenues, lower earnings, lower attendance mm-hmm. uh, almost every year. Let me move on to the Orange County Commission with a few minutes that we have remaining. I was led to believe that the Orange County Commission 
was moving, maybe I read this wrong, was moving in the direction of not approving medical marijuana dispensaries in in unincorporated Orange County. The vote was yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Not that they're changing anything because I say anything, but I thought they're yesterday afternoon if they were moving in not approving the dispensaries that they had their head, collective head, up their ass. But last night, as you know, uh, they they approve these. What is your, what's your take on this? Yeah, I I didn't watch it all, but I shared your expectation that they were going to shoot it down. I mm-hmm. think uh, a lot of people who were covering it uh, thought they might shoot it down. But I will say this, and I know you guys talked about it when it happened two weeks ago. I think the first time this ordinance came up, they had a parade of people who had who made incredibly compelling cases. Uh, they range from the cases that, that said, uh, you know, my, my grandmother is suffering from this, my husband is suffering from this, we've tried every drug, you, you get whatever doctor you want out here, this is the only either hope he has or the uh, only thing we know that works. They had uh, dozens of those. To the other side, they had people who just said, this is a matter of democracy. Uh, it, it's already been voted on by mm-hmm. an order of 70-some percent. There's no thinking to do. Uh, this issue got more of a vote than most of you got to get into office. So it's just your job to implement it. And sometime uh, between that original hearing and yesterday, something popped and they voted unanimously to approve it, which is not what other cities have done locally. Yeah, I think there was always this idea, or they gave the idea until yesterday, that these medical marijuana dispensaries are going to be like the, you remember the infinite mushroom, you know, some head shop. And it's, and everybody said, what are you even talking about? You wouldn't even know that you could put it next to a church and nobody would know. Unless it was unless it was pointed out. And, you know, we saw the same thing, and I have an item on this in my column tomorrow. We saw the same thing when you and I talked about it when uh, in the city council when they are talking about decriminalizing small amounts of pot. And one of the uh, commissioners there, Sam Ng, said, well, I, I'm worried about this affecting our family-friendly image. And we had a commissioner yesterday, Bessie Vanderlei, said the same thing. And, and one of the points I'm making is that uh, you are living in a community that has an opioid price, uh, crisis, that has teen right. murders out of control, that has poverty so rampant. You know, there are children living in motels on the streets and in cars. You want to talk about family-friendly images? Don't talking about a medicinal marijuana, which was passed overwhelming and which is already legal, by the way, in a majority of U.S. states. How about focus on some of those things if you're really that concerned about the family friendliness? Of yeah, good point. What's coming up in the next column? All right, well, I've got a little bit of that, and then Sunday, uh, hold on to your hats, Jeb Bush, is, uh, his group is trying to jump back into Florida education, we oh. voted more than a decade ago to say we don't want class, classes with 40 and 50 kids, it's in the Constitution, and once again, there is a move afoot to try to repeal that. All right, we'll follow it, thanks for joining yes, us sir. this afternoon. you got My Scott Maxwell, always. writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel, joins us every Wednesday, Shot Doctors in the house, we'll have Shot Doctor casting call and beat down upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 
Wednesday Shot Doctors in the studio from our sister station, FM 96.9 The Game. What was the big sports story today, Shot Doctor? UCLA basketball players crying like babies, apologizing. That buffoonery. <laughs> that was one of the ones. They had their press conference today where they all had their quote, they had their written apologies that they read. They're me. I'm so sorry. We're so sorry. Is that what they did? Yeah, but my question, Jim, is going to be this. Anytime I see people in sports, whether they're athletes or coaches, and they have and they read a long-prepared statement of an apology, mm-hmm. when you apologize to somebody, shouldn't you like look them in the eye like I'm looking at you right now and say that you're sorry and explain why with that reading Yeah, we should, out? but they're stupid kids. It's I don't stupid. like that. Well, the university doesn't want stupid kids uh, saying stupid things. So they say, here's what you're going to read. They didn't write it themselves. Came out of the athletic department. Here's what you're going to say. Let's get this over with. And they did. Yeah. Anyway, so, that is stupid. The whole, I think the whole story is ridiculous. How long are they suspended? Indefinitely. In, they're suspended indefinitely. What do you what think that, that mean? mean? That means that they will be back within seven to ten days. Yeah. Right. Which I think is a joke. Hardly a penalty, Let's see. really. What you're do you o- think? You're over there in China representing your college. Yeah. You're stealing sunglasses caught on video. Mm-hmm. You're lucky to get out of there because President Trump got you out of there, okay? Mm-hmm. If it was me, mm-hmm. I'm giving you a college basketball scholarship and you reward that by stealing, you're off the team. Zero tolerance for that. Mm. So to have somebody come back here and be suspended for a week is weak. It's not like they kidnapped anybody or it was an armed robbery. Jim, they were trying they to lift a pair of sunglasses. They shoplifted Louis Vuitton sunglasses. You're going to ruin a kid's life over a pair of sunglasses? Let's see. I you guess, don't believe in second chances? Jim, I gave you a college scholarship. You're 18. You're not a 10-year-old anymore. You're now 18 years old. You're out of high school. Oh, 18 years old. You're just as stupid as you were when you were 16. But I, I'm giving you a college scholarship, which means you have to have some kind of accountability, and your reward to me is the side you're shoplifting in China? Mr. Phillips, if I may, if yeah, I may. Right. Well, interrupting. For Here we go. Years, years, yeah. you have called out the shot doctor for not having an opinion. He actually has an opinion on something. Well, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Happens to be wrong, but at least you have an opinion. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what are the big sports story today before we move on to casting call? Thank you, Jack, by the way. You're welcome, Sean. Uh, a lot of talk about the, about the UCF-USF game. Now, that's on the 24th. It's going to be a big game, right? It's a big game. Now, USF is playing tomorrow night against Tulsa. So a lot of talk about uh, UCF not getting the respect some people think it deserves in the college uh, bowl games. Yes. Now David Whitley had a column. What was it today or yesterday? It was like, get real, will you, please? What does that mean, get real? Uh, he's thinking like they should, that, that UCF should be uh, among the top four. What, in the Rose Bowl? Where well, does he think there they are only be? four undefeated teams in the top 25, and UCF is one of them. Yeah, well, you got to look at the competition, too. you got to look at who you played. I don't disagree. But a lot of talk today about the UCF-USF game. Which I, hope is... that I, I, I wish them the best. And I hope they get even bigger and better. And uh, But, you know, come on. They're not Alabama. Now, a couple things have to no. happen now before that game, Jim. USF plays Tulsa yeah. th- tomorrow night. Mm. At home, so USF has to win that game. Then UCF plays at Temple 
on Saturday afternoon, and UCF has to win that game. Yeah, Once that, that happens, then it is on. That's on mono e mono. At UCF. It's going to be a great game. It's also a 3.30 game. I like that time. Hey, Shot, the the year that UCF won the Fiesta Bowl, they they finished in the top 10 in the ranking. Do you remember where? I do not remember where. That's a good question, Jack. But they... um, That was their best finish to date. No question about that. They beat Baylor 52-42 to in the Fiesta Bowl. I remember that. Then and they were supposed to lose. They beat him by ten and beat him bad. Well, Great I believe game. you predicted that they would win, didn't you? Not I did not. I, I, I predicted the Baylor would, would beat UCF. I remember it. I sat in here in this studio and I said Uh-oh. UCF has no chance, and I was wrong. Well, at least you're a big enough man to admit. I remember it. that when UCF went out there and beat the pants at a Baylor. Yeah, we appreciate that. Let's uh, get into shot doctor casting call. Mm-hmm. Doing this for a few years now. Get a movie. Get a scene from the movie. And then we have various uh, people on the program act out scene. In this particular case, we've got the shot doctor, we've got Mr. Pinkman, we got Mo and Jack acting out this what? particular scene. All right? And I, I don't know why I hadn't thought about this one earlier. We've never done this one. This Are you ready? Is everybody ready? I live in a state of readiness. Yeah, I know you do. Okay. <laughs> Is everybody ready? <laughs> yep. Hey. I'm not in this, am I? No, no, okay. no sir. No, you can take mine if you want. That goes, no, oh, right, I think you can do it. All right. I know you can do it. You're a pro. All right, everybody. Know who you are. Mm -hmm. Know Know the character that you are playing. The lights are perfectly adjusted. The cables are set aside. Yeah. The doors are closed. And I want action. What do you have? Dr. Pepper. Well, I didn't bring you down here to drink soda pop. You're old enough to drink now. Mom will get mad, Dad. Besides, I'm in training now. Look, if he doesn't want to drink... There's those that got him, Ben, and those that don't. What? Don't add, son. Big brass ones. Bartender, I'll have a double martini up with a twist. And do you even know what a double martini is? Sure. What? Will you leave him alone? It's made out of liquor. <laughs> you bet. You got an ID, son? Sure. I got an ID. Oh, happy birthday, kid. Just a minute, just a minute. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I would like to do you to join me in a the big finish. Oh, start from the top of page two, please. Shot doctor. <laughs> you bet. And action. <laughs> you bet. You got an ID, son. Sure. I got an ID. Oh, happy birthday, kid. Uh just a minute. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I would like you to join me in a toast to my oldest son, who's 18 today. Just ordered his first drink, and before he starts drinking it, I would like to wish him a long life. A wife as fine as his mother, and a son as fine as he's been. To my son! Hey! Happy birthday! My God, was I good the second time. There's something very creepy the way he does that laugh. <laughs> yeah, do that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, right. He didn't have a. There's a certain because of the character command presence. I didn't feel that command presence. Okay, you want a commanding laugh? No, not a commanding laugh. A command oh. presence. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> you bet. Oh, not that. What was that good? Oh boy. <laughs> no, especially in the last. Just a minute, right. gentlemen. Gentlemen. You know, because I'm thinking of the character. I'm looking at the character. I know the scene from the movie. I've seen this this movie several times. I like mm-hmm. it. Not crazy about the character, but yeah. that's the nature of the movie based on the book. I thought it was forceful, Jim. I didn't think it was a little. 
You want to try again? Sure. Just that one. The, now the, think about who you are. Wait, the toast at the end, you mean? Yeah, yeah where uh, you just say, just a minute, gentlemen. Just a minute, gentlemen, gentlemen. Their attention. I would like you to join me in a toast to my oldest son, who is 18 today. Just ordered his first drink. Before he starts drinking it, I would like to wish him a long life. A wife as fine as his mother and a son as fine as he's been. To my son. That's, that's, that's the way you do it. That's commanding. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I'm, You're really going to make him go after that? No. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> I am commanding, Jim. Right. I've got a commanding voice. Jim, the guesses have come in. What are they, Jack? Uh, Jim, is it Monster's Ball, the LeVar Ball story? No. <laughs> Gangs of New York? No. Free Shots Willie? Beach Babes from Beyond? No. Back to the Future? Time Bandits? Uh, let's see. Coach Ross is going to UF. No, he's not. Uh, three Stooges in orbit. <laughs> and someone says, the great Flubtini. <laughs> and someone else says, the great Santini. Yeah, the great Santini. Points. Yeah. Good job. Uh, I am Robert are. Duvall and the great Santorini. They can't stop me. It's the great Santini, based on the Pat Conroy book of the same name. The great Linguini. And the thing, Jim, I wanted, recently I wanted, passed away. I wanted to do Donovan's Reef today. This would have been a lot better than that. And Moose, the process server, and uh, Mandy both got it. Hey, there Thanks, you go. Mandy. The great Santini. <laughs> With Robert Duvall. I am Robert Duvall. No, you were not a Marine Corps fighter pilot. I was commanding I did not, I did not get the impression that you were, number one, a fighter pilot, and number two, in the Marine Corps. And number three, I have a, I have a commanding presence. <clears throat> kind of. Let's take a little break. We'll come back with Shot Doctor Beatdown. We'll put the Shot Doctor up to a series of sports questions. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Listening to the Phillips File. Real Radio. I go out walking after midnight, out in the moonlight, just like we used to do. I'm always walking after midnight, searching for you. Oh, yeah. Think about that song. It's a good song, Shot Dog. Okay. A little old school, but still good for a little two-stepping, you know what Jack I mean? Jack told me it was Patsy Klein. You know who I thought it was? Who? The early, early days of Wayne Newton. That's <laughs> what I thought it was. Remember Wayne Newton? You know what's funny? Because when With I... Donka Shane? When I first yes. heard Donka Shane, I thought it was a female voice. Everybody yeah. did. No, Wayne Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody exactly. did. That sounded like Wayne Newton in the in the early 60s when I first saw him song. on TV. I like this. Mm-hmm. Was it Patsy Klein? It, it is Patsy yeah, Klein. Yeah. 1957. I wanted to play something from Shot Doctor's youth. 1957, I was three. Wow, that was back in the good old days. <laughs> oh, that was back in the good old days. That was back, Jim, in the days of a man 
named Dwight Donald Eisenhower. Okay? Yeah, what about him? He's president. He was president. Yeah. And if he would if he would have gotten a phone call from somebody that said, Hey, we got some basketball players over there in China that stole some stuff, go get him out. You know what you know, know what Eisenhower would have said? What? No. Let him stay. Oh boy. I got more important things to worry about than that. Yeah, you might be right. That's what Eisenhower would have done. That's a man right there. I don't think Trump had anything to do with it myself, but whatever. All right, time for a shot doctor beat down. The question submitted by Mark Quinn. Thank you, Mark. You ready, shot doctor? I live in a state of readiness. Two, I'm, un- I'm undefeated in this game. Two pages of sports questions. Let's see how you do. Usually you just uh, mm. you don't do very well. On this day in sports history, legendary NFL coach Paul Brown defeated his former team. What year was that? 1964. It was 1970. His Bengals defeated the Browns 14-10. to The NBA party just started, but the party is over. But is the party over for the Magic? They barely lost to Golden State on Monday. What was the final score? 110 to 100. Got that right. Good for you. What's the, I'll give you an extra bonus point. I'll give you two bonus points. You tell me what's their record so far. Eight and six. You got it. Regarding Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell, what has the NFL Compensation Committee done? They are trying to tell Jerry Jones to stop trying to sue Roger Goodell. I'll give you the point. They've issued a cease and desist warning to Jerry Jones. Mm -hmm. What's his problem? He doesn't like Goodell, right? He doesn't like Goodell. And I don't like either and, one of them. And he's upset about the, the way the whole Ezekiel Elliott thing played out where he's now suspended. So he's uh, Jerry Jones throwing his weight around the competition committee. He's told him to slow down. Two-part question. NCAA men's basketball has begun. What was the final score of the Duke-MSU game? And how many three-pointers did Grayson Allen have? Nine three-pointers. Now, what was the final score? Uh, 97-81. It was 88-81. Oh. Almost. And how many three-pointers? Nine. No, seven. Mm. Sorry. 37 points total. No points for you. Mm. Speaking of NCAA basketball, who do Mr. Jimmy's Gators play tomorrow? Uh, Gardner-Webb. North Florida. I would have got that. Two-part question. In the international friendly soccer match, who did the USA play, and what was the final score? Italy, 3-2. to two. Portugal, 1-1. One and one. Close. Oh, you missed both of them. You know, Italy is not going to the World Cup. Saw that. For the yeah. first time since 1958. That's Mama crazy. Mia. Mm-hmm. On ESPN.com about the NFL, where is a story on head coaches who refuse to give up play calling? There are four. Can you name them? What does that mean? Head coaches? You want me to name the four head coaches yeah. who still call plays? Who won't? Yeah. You refuse to give up play calling. Okay, let me think of that. Definitely Mike McCarthy. He yeah, that's one. Yeah, he that's calls the first Good one. job. Okay, that's one. Get all four of them. I'll give you five points. Adam Gase calls plays. Mm-mm. No. He's not on this list. Try again. Okay, the list is wrong, but Adam Gase calls plays. Let's see who else calls plays. Andy Reid calls plays. He That's does. Two. He's give on me there. two more. Come okay, on. Okay, two more. Offensive guys. They offensive. both have the same first name. Okay. Interestingly enough. Yeah, let's think. It would have to be Joe. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Not Joe. It had to be Jim. Time is running out. You have Jim, five seconds. Jim Caldwell calls plays. No. no, I'm sorry. Sean Payton and Sean McVay. McVay. No points for you. I should have got that. Two-part question on the 96.9 The Game website under top stories. Which Olympic gold medalist tells her story, and what is that story? Uh, Yoga. What is her last name? Yoga. Uh, It's Yoga. She's she's a former gold medalist. Yoga somebody. She tells a story of how when she was young, her family won the lottery, but she, she decided to become a gymnast anyway. Sorry. It's Sally Raisman and her alleged sexual abuse by U.S. gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser. I got that one wrong, didn't she I? She calls him a monster. That's a big story in sports. Got it. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles lead the league at 8-1. Who do they play this week? 
Oh, Dallas. That's very good. All right. What's the record for Dallas? Five and four. Yeah, you just get a point. How many total Olympic medals does Allie Raisman have for her appearances in 2012 and 2016? Six. Correct. Wow. Very good. Three gold, two silver, one bronze. Who the hell is Allie Raisman? (laughs) Who is that? She was the uh, captain of the women's uh, gymnastics team in the the Olympics. She's an American gymnastics superstar who was sexually abused by by USA Gymnastics doctor. And the claim is that this doctor, who's now behind bars on child pornography uh, charges. Yeah, creepy guy. Six yeah. medals. Yeah, sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. you know, not, many, many, many the only of, one, the, right. of her teammates. Mm-hmm. Two-part question, how old is Andy Reid and how tall is he? 6'2", and Andy Reid is 59. It's 59'6'3". Huh? I'll give you the point, though. All right. Close enough. Page two. This is where the going gets tough. Are you ready? When the going gets tough, the shot doctor gets going. <laughs> women everywhere are coming forward about being sexually assaulted. More power to women for doing this, of course. Which iconic U.S. goalkeeper story is on the 96.9 The Game website? U.S. goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, Who's the famous USA goalkeeper? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah there you there go. It is. All right. Yeah. You. Almost lost out Hold on that, that one. one out of here. Pat Clark is awesome. Over the years in the thousands, how much has Pat's Celebrity Golf Classic raised? Uh, $400,000. $850,000. Wow, holy We used stuff. to play in that tournament. I played in that before. Yeah. That was a good tournament. That was a good time. Fantastic fun. tournament. Yeah. Yep. He's a good man. The last two-part question. The Tampa Bay Lightning continue to dominate. What is their current win-loss record, and who do they play tomorrow? They're 14-5. and five. They have Atlanta tomorrow. No, 14-2 and two in Dallas. Close. If Pat Clark was a crow... How many miles would Pat Clark need to fly from the Wesh studio in Winter Park to Dublin, Ireland? It's a long way shot. 4,150. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. What? It's 4,062 miles. Mm-hmm. That's oh, no. the first crow question you've gotten correctly. I'm a genius. Well, bonus. Overboard. Here we go to the bonus on NCAA basketball. Mm-hmm. On the CBS Sports website. They have all 351 college teams ranked for this year. What place are the UCF Knights? 75. No, 29th. Mm-hmm. I think Florida is 7th uh, or 9th. 9, it says. Yeah. Right, right yep. backcourt. Oops, do I have that down there? No, it's next in parentheses. See Oops. the answer? There. No, it's okay. No, I don't. It's oh, there we go. One. Yeah, the yeah, Gators yeah, are ranked 9. nine. Mm-hmm. The NCAA actually banned the dunk from 1967 until what year and why? Uh, until 1995, because it was too easy. Yeah, 1976, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to limit the dominance of Kareem. Uh, Al, what's his name? Kareem. Uh, Abdul-Jabbar. De- yeah, right. Lou Alcindor at the time. What year was the last time the Gators won the NCAA tournament, the basketball tournament? 2007. Yeah. Correct. Who did they beat? Uh, George Mason. No, it was Ohio State. What was the score? Uh, 97-79. 84-75. All right, last one. Only one coach has ever won both an NCAA and NBA championship. Who is that? Larry Brown. Larry oh, Brown. Yes. Very good. Can you give me the year that the Kansas Jayhawks won? Uh, 1979. No, it's 1988. We're moving on. This is one for Jack. You can agree with Jack or disagree. Uh, Jack. Yes. Of these four Yankees players, Babe Ruth, Billy Martin, Reggie Jackson, and Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth was the only one who hit a home run the day after coming out of the DL because he was hungover. Is that true or false? True? I, Wait, I, how would I know that? I don't know. Quinn, what are you doing? Wait, of these four, what is of it? Of these four players, yeah. Babe Ruth, Billy Martin, Reggie Jackson, Mickey Mantle, uh-huh. 
Uh, Babe Ruth was the only one who hit a home run the day after coming out of... Off the DL? Off the, the DL. The coming list. out of the DL. Or coming up the DL yeah. because he was hungover. Is that true or false? I, I have zero idea. I'm going to say true. What do you want to do, Shot Doctor? Is that true or false? I think it's true. I agree with him. No, it's false. It was Mickey Mantle. <laughs> It's stupid. Mickey Mantle's never hung over. He didn't even drink. Oh my god! Yeah, tell that to his liver. Yeah, so. wait, which one? Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mantle. Sorry, shot one. doctor. With that last one, you lost the whole thing. Oh. No, 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 everything. Shot yeah. doctor. Shot doctor. I'm still shot undefeated. Doctor. Can you do that fake laugh again? <laughs> oh God! Oh my! Ew, that's so creepy. What's that? Super I know, creepy. What they would never allow you in the Marine Corps Super with a laugh like that. Creepy. Oh. That was a very dominant oh, type man. of laugh. Wasn't Thank it? you, Shot Doctor. Good job. Thank you very much, Shot Doctor. Every Wednesday on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips file on this Wednesday. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Cards Against Humanity has purchased a plot of land along the U.S.-Mexico border to hinder the progress of a border wall. What started as a card game company has become a voice of the people. Nice guys. Next, an English food company has had to apologize after releasing an ad where they replaced baby Jesus with a sausage roll. I mean, do we have a lot of evidence that he wasn't a sausage roll? I'm sorry. Finally, a New Zealand man was caught practicing his bagpipes while driving. Silly bugger get back to Scotland yeah weirdo. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you can hear Shot Doctor's creepy laugh every Wednesday at this time if you just download our free iHeartRadio app right now on your smartphone. It's easy. Go to the App Store, type in iHeartRadio, and you're good to go. Listening to Real Radio and all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. That's our free, easy-to-use app. Go to the App Store today and download our free iHeartRadio app. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put your blame on me. Don't put your blame on me. Take a look in the mirror. What do you see? Do you see it clearer? Are you deceived in what you believe? Cause I'm only human after all, and you're only human after all. Don't put the blame on me, don't put your blame on me.
opinion, don't ask me to lie And beg for forgiveness for making you cry For making you cry Cause I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put the blame on me <laughs> I won't blame you, dude. Raging bone man. Rending is that as closed <laughs> self-flagellation? Oh, jeez. Come on. Hey, man oh, up. Like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> well, maybe not quite that bad. But uh, nice sub-reference. I liked it. Thank you. I get a point on that. Tom Hanks. Point. Time for a person, place, or thing. PPT, what is the prize there, Mr. Pinkman? Oh, boy. A pair of tickets to Trans-Siberian Orchestra. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve Ooh, at the Amway Center on December 16th. Uh, tickets are on sale now. You can visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's done that every year, right? What's that? Ooh. Yeah, because yeah, they call it the Ghosts of Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's not my fault. They set me up for it. I have to get defensive about it. It's okay. <laughs> hey, I'm only human, bro. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Beat your chest. <laughs> it's like uh, in the Da Vinci. Uh, Tom Hanks. Really? That hair. Otherwise, <laughs> people are beating themselves up. Oh, man. Heard him interviewed the other day. He's got that book of short stories that he wrote about mm-hmm. typewriters and all that stuff. Nerd. Mm-hmm. Pretty smart. Yeah, nice guy. I saw an Onion article today that said Americans not sure who to idolize after Tom Hanks murders five. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mark, you ready to go? Mark. Mark. Mark, Mark, wake up. Come on, on, wake up, Mark. All right. See you later. That's the way it goes. Nick, you ready to play? This is Mike, but I'll play. Mike. (laughs) It says Nick. Hey, Pikmin's only human after yeah. all. After Come all, on, yeah. Jeez, that migraine really took it out of you, didn't it? He said, yeah. Nick, I swear. Okay, it's all right. All right, it is Mike. Well, it wasn't uh, up there. All right, I'll give you two. I'll give you two. Uh, I'll give you two clues. Okay. All right, just leave it uh, for contestants. Clue number one: This uh, you pick on a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, let's go person. Let's go with the person. This person worked several different jobs, including a DJ. And a news correspondent for local for a local radio station. Clue number two: He gave up on a career in engineering to appear on BBC television, and uh, acted in classic horror films. Oh, huh. Huh. Uh, The yeah. only classic horror film actor I know is like Lon Humphreys or whatever his name is. Lon, Lon Cheney? Cheney. That's yeah, your Lon final Cheney. answer. That no, wasn't Lon Cheney. Lon Humphreys. You tried, though. Nope. Where are we, Pinkman? Well, we've got Michael, Lee, and Marcus. I thought I just talked to Mike. No, that was... Uh, it was well, Nick, his but he said his name was, was Mike. Mike but... yeah. All right, Michael, ready to play? Yes, I am, sir. All right, clue number three. A couple of Golden Globes and an Emmy earned him a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So he appeared in classic horror films. Uh, he was a DJ at one time, a news correspondent. Let me think of a... Uh, oh, I'm going to think of something here. Um, and what was the clue that you just read? 
Um, a couple of Golden Globes and an Emmy earned him a star uh, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hold on. Let me think. I can't do that. I'll give you a clue. Jane Fonda. But it's not. It's a he. Uh-huh. But she's connected somehow to this person? Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, they acted together. Mm-hmm. Um, well... So I don't get. I don't have any lifelines or anything. No lifelines. No lifelines. <laughs> give me another clue, James. I don't okay, know. Let me think. Um, um, um uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh no. Uh, he acted. Yeah, he acted with Nicole Kidman. Acted with Jane Fonda. Acted with. Um, what's her name? The one that got the facelift after the yeah, the squinty eyes. What's her name? Oh, Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Um, Jude Law. Okay, Jude Law. That's your final answer? Now I'm Jude Law. Oh. You got a lot of extra clues. Yeah, yeah well, you know, what are you going to do? You're very kind. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... All right, Lee, here you go. Clue number four. Over five decades, he's acted with many of Hollywood's elites. Jane Fonda, Clint Eastwood, oh, right. Charlize Theron. Uh-huh. Yeah, got a clue there, Mo? Know who it is? Uh, well, who could it be? Um... Mm-hmm. Is he still alive? Give it a whirl. That's your yeah, final. Still here. Yeah, come on, quickly. <laughs> no, I don't know if the caller's still alive. I meant is the actor still alive? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, still alive. Still alive. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will help you. I don't know. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. No. That's your final answer. All right, Sorry. see you later. Here we go. Marcus, last one. Notable roles include. Here we go. Hawkeye Pierce. Oh, well. Clute and President Snow. Uh, oh, I know it. <laughs> I you know, oh, but, 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 don't give up. Come on, man. Oh, it's uh, oh. a well-known oh, actor. Not, oh, yeah. Wait. With no affiliation to Price. Hello, friend. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Is he an American, is yeah. He an American actor? The one who um, I said was always the voice for for the Bright the House commercial. House, and he's not, so Jim owes me a buck. <laughs> I have not given up. I know you have as a matter of fact, uh, did his son eclipse him? Would you say? I think yeah. that's in ooh. acting ability. Yeah, not in acting know. ability. No, but in popularity. Probably yes. Yeah. He's got a famous son who's an actor who may have eclipsed him. Just saying. No. Oh, uh, Douglas. Uh, no. What is, uh, no, not McCarthy. Douglas. Yeah, it starts with a D. You're right about that. Come on, killing time here. David. <laughs> no, no, think of Duck. Think of Duck. What's the? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> yeah. What's Mr. Duck's first name? Oh, uh, Mc- yeah, Daffy. Uh, Screw. Come on, sir. Uh, Dave. No, not Donald. Dave. All right, I'm giving it. I'm giving it. Come on, man. Donald. Holy cow! Let me just drive the prize to his house. Okay. <laughs> He's an actor, Donald. With a famous son, the Don- same last Donald name. Donald Sutherland. Donald yeah, Sutherland. Sutherland. Yeah, baby. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Good was, work, sir. That was Excellent. painful. That was there painful, you go. Marcus. Painful, Marcus. <laughs> Wow. From now on, identify yourself as Painful Marcus. And you Clute, him. he was in... Oh. Um, um, well, he was the original Hawkeye in MASH the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in yeah. with Nicole Kidman and What's-Her-Name and Col- on Cold Mountain. He was uh, the yeah. professor in Animal House. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I forgot about that. Yeah. I thought when you said Hawkeye, somebody was going to say Alan Alda, which is, of course, not right. And he did the voiceover for the orange juice commercials. But not for no. Bright House. Correct. <laughs> Hello, friend. No, it's not him. (laughs) It's somebody pretending to be Donald Sutherland, but not Donald Sutherland. I think he's in the new season of American Horror Story. Nah. Nah. I hear hear good things about that show. 
I've heard great things about that show, and I've never watched it. I'm scared I of like show. Me too. I like the first two seasons. Is it and scary, scary, or is it, it just creepy? Uh, some of them, you're kind of like, eee. How's that go? I don't know. I haven't oh. watched the last few seasons, though. I kind of dropped off at the uh, hotel season because it was hard to follow, and I was kind of so mad Kathy about Bates? It. Yeah, she was in it. The first, Lady Gaga was the in first one. one Kathy was Bates really? was in was Coven, which was pretty good. Oh. Wow. No, there was wow. a porno named The Coven. I remember. All right, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It just flashed, or was it witch themed? Exactly. Yeah, actually, yeah. Mm. You had oh it on VHS? Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> we're talking. What's your yeah. point? Like those witches that they used to have up at the, uh, what was it, the Club Wana? I saw that when they did Macbeth. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the story, Peng, man, because this all Go occurred privately before you were born. Club Wana was a infamous strip, uh, club. strip club up near uh, 436 County. on 1792. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We were so proud of having and, in uh, of County. course, at the time, all law enforcement and the district attorney, the state attorney, they were just trying to do everything they can to close these places down, and they'd pass this ordinance and that ordinance. And finally, what was his name? Mike? Pinter? Pinter, yeah. Got the idea. Well... There were no laws. They couldn't pass any laws if it was an artistic performance. They couldn't right. prevent anything. They couldn't prevent any nudity or block any nudity. It was an artistic performance. So, <laughs> so he had, so he had his dancers <laughs> yeah. perform Macbeth. Macbeth, nude Macbeth, yeah, nude Macbeth. Macbeth. Yeah. I think they came out maybe with a witch's hat. That was it. That was right. And uh-huh. they read a couple of lines else, from you know. You know uh-huh. And then they would shake it around. Double bubble, toil and trouble, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, they were around a big kettle, like you'd see Bugs Bunny in. (laughs) Yeah, And that was that that toil and trouble line, but three girls. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) It was a stroke of genius. Talk about artistic license. Yeah, because I think, well, we're going to close you. You can't close me down. This is art. This is an artistic performance. And that's what they put on the marquee outside, Macbeth, nude Macbeth Mm -hmm. or something. You know, nude Macbeth. (laughs) Didn't that marquee end up in the, like, history center or something? They saved the marquee when they knocked it down. I wouldn't be surprised. It's no longer there. But true story, as an intern, when I was doing Track Tuesday, coming Mm -hmm. back one day, I went there and had a drink before I returned. Yeah, Yeah, sure. It's a business (laughs) It's a great story. Somebody was smart, you know. And I think Mm -hmm. they did that for a long time until he finally closed or they got bought out. They they had to buy it because when they built that flyover, they bought the property there. They made a killing. Yeah. That circus, circus, and go go with the both mm-hmm. There were two or three right Correct. on that strip. Circus to go go and club. There's a, and then Club Royale across the street, right? You know, by closer the Home by the Home Depot. That's mm-hmm. gone, and that's still just vacant lot. I thought it was something international. Cl- yeah, Sub Royale International things. Club International. <laughs> I was there once too. No, I never. Been. The, the only thing left is uh, Rachel's there. But that's never a, been to that's it. A never been to a joint. Never been to a gentleman's club. Mm, no. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. Mm, let's I go for I Christmas. Do. No. Mm. Ooh, let's do our Christmas lunch at Rachel's. It's a steakhouse, Jim. Oh yeah, best prime rib in Orlando. Wait, say. I thought you get um your, your flu package sh- wrapped. Your flu shot. There. They they do free flu shots for seniors. I, Who does it? Who's giving the Rachel. shots? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The dancers, maybe. I don't know. I think but anybody I, can give a flu that's, shot. That's like worth the price of admission. No, no that like was classic. Flu shot with like a naked doctor, uh, somebody with a doctor's oh, hat yeah. on. Naked oh, yeah, like a nurse. Naked yeah, doctor. Naughty nurse. Naughty nurse. Naughty, naughty, nurse. naughty nurse, please. Come like on. the one on that Blink-182 album cover. Enema of the state points. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> now that's a flu shot. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. Tell you what. No, I would be. Af- wouldn't you be afraid of sanitary reasons? This prime rib is. Fantastic. What are you saying? With her nakedness got, on your. I got nose. my um, my Christmas gifts wrapped there one year. That's right. I know you did that. <laughs> yeah, they would wrap they Christmas nice. presents yeah. for charity. They're very, you know, they're just working their way through college. That's true. Hey, kids, the year we got a Wii at our house, that was wrapped oh, by, by some a, of the lovely dancers a dancer, at, uh, at the Gentleman's Club. Nice. I remember when the South Orange Boston Trail, it just it must have been a dozen, if not more, of these places. And then they Someone finally just there. wilted away. House of Babes was over there. And Merlot's, which is now a funeral home. <laughs> no, Merlot's went, no. From, it went from an adult club to a breakfast joint to Wait a funeral a home. Where is Merlot? Up near Maitland Tractor? Yes, right by there where they have oh, that, oh, that, oh, that oh, brick oh, yeah. swivel post out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that was I a strip me. joint? Yes. It was Merlot's. Briefly, though, it was also like a breakfast place. After, Across after from the, Thurston's? Yes. Kind of, yeah. Strip club first. <laughs> uh huh. And then a, then a, a breakfast, breakfast joint. Like a country breakfast yes. place. And, and then, then. Now it's yeah. a f- funeral home, <laughs> which I've been to. Oh. To the breakfast place or the funeral? I've been to it in all of its. Incarnation. Incarnations. Thank uh-huh. you. Mom. Sure. Oh, but. <laughs> well, we're turning right. this restaurant into a funeral home. Don't sell the deep fryer. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too soon for what? What? I don't know, for, for what? For dead people. It's not nice. <laughs> My husband was fried there. <laughs> oh, not no, no. Cremated. Not They don't call it fried. That's not nice. Oh, I don't think they do. The, <laughs> they don't. Oh, no. They don't, <laughs> they don't do the cremation yeah. there. All right. Well, That's what thinking. You know, you're going to do the service and the cremation all there. Hey, can you come dress this body? Yeah, just after I drop these fries. <laughs> yep. That's the way they do it. Making some biscuits speak. here. Hold on. Be right with you. Making some biscuits. Well, that would be, I mean, that would, fries would be nice for a, a viewing or a, a wake. You want to have something for people on a the little shot, snack. right? <laughs> yes, you do. We had yeah. one person who called and said they had gone yeah, to a sure. funeral and they had like a, a Barney's or something there. Like a coffee job. Yeah, like a Barney's like coffee, a coffee place, or like yeah. a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Somebody got the bright idea. These Starbucks are everywhere. You know, people want a little nosh. You know, maybe a chocolate chip cookie, a brownie, and a, a I, cup yeah. of coffee. In Miami, I think that is that is commonplace. You know, uh, at the Jewish funeral home, definitely because you know you're not going to have them there without a little. You have a concession stand. It's not even. I think it's like a complimentary. You know, I understand that, you know, like a Hampton Inn or something for breakfast. You go down there, you get a bagel, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you make your own waffle. But I think this is actually, there's somebody behind a counter. Yeah. You say, well, like a cafe latte, uh, you know. Right, and a mocha, something. Ooh, people texting in real mobile, 77031, <laughs> yeah. standard data message rate supply. It says Sassy Merlot's. That's right, That's Sassy right, Merlot. Sassy Merlot. Not and also, someone else says they do cremations there. See? The more you know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right, let's get out of here. Tom and Dan are going to take over next. Files back tomorrow. Let's see, we'll talk with Dirty Jim tomorrow. We've got Angel's Drive Home Song of the Day tomorrow, among other things. That's a Thursday edition of the Phillips File, including the Five Minute Professor. Gets underway at three, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Celine. And they follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk. As often as you can, buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.
Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Join Real Radio 104.1 and celebrate the art of luxury at Concourse Live. It's a VIP event of Central Florida on this Saturday from 7 